Ain't no sunshine when she This is the Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Play and Community Theater Podcast. It's not warm when she's away. Tales from the Yawning Portal. A Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition Ain't no campaign. Sunshine when she's gone, and she's always gone to Session go. 1. Anytime she goes away. Into the Sunless Citadel. Wonder this time where she's gone. All right. So, everybody, welcome to the inaugural session of Tales from the Yawning Portal. I am Nick. I will be the DM for this session. I wanted to say Lore Master because it's in my head. <laughs> I just felt you die a little inside there. <laughs> it really did. Uh, so let's go around the table and introduce everybody. I am BJ. I am playing a halfling monk named Garrett Tealeaf who's been a hermit, pretty much, living out in the wilderness and decided to get his adventure on. Uh, um, I'm Kevin. I'm uh, playing Squirrel, who is a uh, high elf wizard, level one. Um, I am an urchin, um, rather distrustful, um, though very shifty, and um, yeah. All right. My name is Mike. I'm playing Grush. Uh half work cleric uh, with an outlander background. So I guess we're all outcasts and hermits here. Except for... Um, I'm Ashton McSwarbrick. Well, I'm Brian. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> the getting into that role, man. I have an inspiration. Uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Actually, everybody starts with one. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm Brian. I'm playing Ashton McSwarbrick, the half-elf bard. Uh, Let's do some good. All right. Welcome, friends, to the Yawning Portal. What can I help you with? You look like you need some drinks, friends. Thank you. Mm. You look like you could use a story, too. Anyone ever told you the story of the Jade Hawks? Famous adventuring troop around these parts. These are not twists. There you are. No, they're not. I put my bottle opener away. <laughs> you may have heard the Jade Hawks before. Their tale begins in a land far away. They're going to investigate the Sunless Citadel, a dungeon of great renown and terror. Many folks have fallen in the steps before. I've already got mine. The party consists of Garrett Keeley, the halfling monk. He's going there for glory. He's trying to find a reason, fame for himself. Squirrel, the high elf wizard. He's there trying to solve a mystery. There's an apple that shows up twice a year before the summer solstice, and it has great healing powers. It comes from goblins, and no one knows why or how they're getting it. Grush. He's trying to do a rescue mission. Some adventures have gone missing. He's been hired by the family to try and rescue them. Two squibs, two siblings. Charwin Hukriel and Carowin Hukriel. 
you're part of an adventuring troop that has disappeared while exploring the Sunless Citadel, and the matriarch of their family has hired you to find them, hopefully alive, but if nothing else, their signet rings. Okay. And then there's Ashton Schwarbeck. He's a half-elf bard. Nobody really knows what he's thinking. He just kind of takes long to guys for the fun. It's the strangest thing. We got that a lot. Yeah. So the story opens as they're on the road to Oakhurst, a small town near the Southern Citadel. Not much else of note in the area, but it's a reasonable enough town. They hired on as some caravan guards for the trip there. So the story opens as you guys are guarding the caravan as you head down the road. Uh, it's been a peaceful journey so far. You're a couple days out, or like a, sorry, a couple of hours out. It's starting to get time for dusk, nighttime. Uh, the caravan captain speaks up. Well, folks, I reckon it's about time that we uh, park it for the night here. We don't want to travel after dark around here. I mean, we're pretty close to town, but it's still it's still a couple ways, a little ways away yet. Well, we've only been on the road a couple of hours. You're a couple of hours from... Oh, I see. <clears throat> God damn it. Maps. <laughs> They're so confusing. It's okay. I know you're you're a, one of them folks. You don't read maps so well. We've only gone that far. <laughs> All right, well... You make the call and we'll uh, establish a perimeter and... Camp. Caravan master wants us to okay. find a place to park it. Even though there's a couple of hours of daylight left, and we're a couple of hours from town, looks like a way for me to get another day's wages, so I'm not complaining. Well, you folks want to keep going? We can try going at night. And I don't want the uh, mules to break their legs, though. This guy in the Teamsters? Or? He's the caravan master. Uh, he's threatening other mules, I guess. I would hate for the mules to have to break their legs if we don't stop in the proper place. Dictated by the Teamsters Union, you know what I'm saying? But he's one, a smart man. man. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> oh! Alright, why don't we set up camp over there? That looks like a nice clearing. There's a little spring. Everything seems happy. This is the guy who's paying us, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, you guys agreed to be paid by the journey, not by the... Oh, goddamn. You're new adventurers. You're level one. You're not, good, you're not skilled in the negotiation part yet. Still figuring that out. So we're getting time and a half for this, right? You're getting half time. <sighs> Alright. Well, at least we're getting the free food, right? So, yeah. Everybody kind of pulls everything off the road, gets into the clearing, they kind of bed down for the night. It's a really small caravan, just a couple wagons, mules, and then you guys as the hired muscle, mm-hmm. as it were. Uh, what do you guys want to do as you kind of start heading for the night? You wanna... Well, I think probably set up watches in pairs. Okay. So two and two, because you wouldn't ever do sentry duty alone on a mm-hmm. where you have a Decent sized perimeter. Uh, so, yeah, pair off and prepare okay. to get yet another half night's sleep. Huzzah. 
Alright, who's taking what watches? Does everyone have dark vision? Yeah. No. Halfling, Halfling stone. <laughs> I have keen senses. Uh, does anyone need to be doing... But you guys gotta, like... They have to memorize spells and shit in 5e now in the morning, like, normally they would have had Yeah, to. but that just kind of happens as part of the rest, even if it's a half of rest, you're fine. Right, mm-hmm. but it's an excuse to take last watch. Uh, well, I should probably pair up with one of you guys. Just make up like this. Since, I mean, you and I are kind of the fighty, more fighty types. Alright, let us take first watch together. Alright. Smelly, sir. I don't mind taking the late watch. You mean the early morning watch? Early morning, yeah. Middle of night, whatever. Okay. To the early morning. Okay. Let's have some perception checks. Nice. 21. That's this one here, right? Yeah. Your D20 and N. 18. Now we're sleeping. Do we need to make them? No. Oh, I don't need to make them since I'm sleeping. What did you get by? 18. Okay. Well, with the 21, you are observant as F. Um, you hear some strange rustling out in the woods. You see some figures moving that you're not entirely sure if they're supposed to be there or if it's just the shadows playing tricks on you. I assume we've prearranged calls. So I um, bark like a fox to alert Ashton. Can Do you hear this? Do you bark? really? <laughs> <laughs> Rindin, rindin, din. All right. So uh, everybody hears a. <laughs> I mistake it for something else and decide to let you guys have your fun. Sorry. Yes, in this game we do answer the eternal questions. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you guys do? There's something out there. How far away? Kind of on the edge of the... In the shadows on the edge of the clearing, like just under the tree line. Is this how many feet away? Uh, about 30. Okay. Dark vision, I have up to 60 feet. Should be able to see it. Assuming it worked. There's just something rustling. That's not because it's in the dark that we can't see. Alright. Something rustling in the Sounds like a couple people. It was definitely more than just an animal, I think. I will cast light on a rock mm-hmm. and throw it in that general direction. If it's an animal, maybe flush it out or something so at least we can see what's going on. Okay. Um, as you do that, you see what looks like a face kind of ducked behind a tree, and you'd almost swear you saw some brush sit down. <laughs> do you see that? I will explain what I just saw without that. <laughs> Go through all that exposition again. <clears throat> Looks like a tree sat down. Either that or the caravan master ate one too many bean burritos. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Well, let's go check it out. Should we wake up our companions? No. Okay. 
Someone's taking a dump in the trees. I'm just, uh... Alright, glad I came with a second character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go striding over there, kind of beating the beating the brush with my uh-huh. uh, warhammer. Hey, you! Come out of there! Come out of there! What's wrong with you lurking around camp like this? I get scared. What? Who are you? No, nobody here. Uh, As you hit one of the brush, it suddenly hits back at you. Does a 19 hit your AC? Yes. Okay. Okay, you take 5 damage. Okay. As one of the brush kind of unwinds, stands up, and becomes almost like a human like stick twig figure. And swipes it with its claws. Um. As this happens, you notice some of the other ones kind of unwinding up. And then you see two figures out in the woods that look more human. Is there anything you Um. I presume I'm gonna close the attack at some point. But you're right there, so okay. feel free to. Uh. I'm gonna actually try talking first. Okay. Hey, what'd you do that for? Okay, they're just attacking? Yes. Okay, then I'll fight back. Do you want initiatives? Or just... That would be good. Basically your dex modifier. Am I, am I rolling on this, or am I still yeah. asleep? Okay. Yeah, you guys aren't really going to be able to do anything until somebody wakes you up, or there's enough noise to wake you up, but... Right. Well, I just roll, roll the five. So you get eight. Add your initiative to it. So eight. Okay. All right. Anybody over a 20? 19, 18, 18. Is on an 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 10. So no 11. 10, you skipped 11. I got an 11. <laughs> Who has the higher dex mod? I got a 4. <laughs> I have a 3, which would be enough if you weren't a fucking monk. <laughs> Monk's got nothing to do with it. It's halfling. <laughs> Mini Cho Young fat. Cho Young tiny. I'll have a good gag there in like an hour. Okay, what is yours? Um, eight. Alright. Rush, you are up first. Alright. Well. <clears throat> I've made a sufficient attempt at the peaceful approach. Yes, they're having none of it. They don't seem to be that intelligent. They 
like talking like walking shrubs basically. Okay. Time to go to war. Wasted my uh, two good die rolls there on a skill check, perception, and initiative. Uh, however, I'm a war priest, so as a bonus action, I'm going to do the bonus attack. What did you get on your first one? A two. Okay. With my to hit modifier, that would hit a seven. Okay. Uh, second attack, 16. Yeah. You, what are you attacking? Uh, one of the shrubs. The shrubs hit me. Okay. I will hit Ray. Alright. Nine damage. You, what are you using to attack it with? Warhammer. You crush it. Literally just. And it just collapses as you smush it down. Alright, and I'm also going to uh, holler okay. to wake the camp. And alert them that we're under attack by something strange. Okay. So you guys can wake up. It'll still take your turn to actually wake up yep. and get out there. Yep. So your question will basically just be getting up. Okay. Uh, and then we go to... The two figures out in the woods are going to kind of step forward a little bit. They look like humans, but they're their skin's almost a little barky looking. Like they seem off somehow. Like their eyes don't quite seem all there. Uh, they're going to take bows and shoot at you, actually. Standing there holding a glowing rock in the dark. Well, technically you threw it. Yeah. Uh, is a 15 hit? Yes. Okay. And a more than that. Uh, you take 8 damage. That's two, really cross, like that's two crossbow bolts. Thud into your chest. I'm down. It's a good plan. Okay. Uh, next up, we have the little twig guys. There's three of them left. They're gonna swarm it. Two of them are gonna swarm at you. The other one's gonna run towards camp. Okay. That's gonna be a miss. And that 19 should hit you. Yes. Okay. Five damage. Okay. I have five hit points, however, I have Relentless Endurance as a half orc. When I'm reduced to zero hit points but not killed outright, you can drop to one hit point instead. Can't okay. use, can only use it once between long rests. Okay. So I'm at one. I think I'm going to be doing a little healing, a little self-touching. All right. So the next up we have Garrett. Getting up. And Ashton is. You are unconscious? Yep. So give me a death save. Nope. Okay. And Squirrel is getting up. I'm getting up. And then Grush, you're up again. Alright. I'm going to. Let's see here. One of these is a bonus action. So I'm going to cure wounds on myself. Uh huh. Bonus action, I am going to use Healing Word on yep. him. Okay. Uh, take a D4 plus 3. Okay. Feel free to roll. Okay. 
So. Uh, seeing that you are back up, oh, I guess you're still laying down. So one bandit's going to start stalking towards the camp. The other one's going to shoot at you. Four damage. Okay. Um, the little guys. Still a miss. That'll be a miss. That one went to his camp, so he's going to attack one of the other caravan people. Uh, he's going to start bleeding profusely. Then we go to Garrett. All right. So there's one twig light in the camp, and another bandit who's kind of in the camp a little bit. All right, I'll go after the one that's in the camp. Okay. Nine isn't going to do it. Well, you do have inspiration. Now you have bonus action. Natural one! Help. Oh. Lucky. Uh, I can't roll <laughs> worth crap with this die! I'm done. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ashton, you're up. Or, uh, Captain Garrett, Ashton, you're up. Um, I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery at the one not shooting at him. The one that is shooting at him? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? You, well, I'll I'll cast out the one that ended it. Okay. The bandit or the the bandit toy guy. Okay. So it's a wisdom save. Failed. That failed me too much. Alrighty. He's gonna take two psychic damage and has disadvantage on his next attack. Okay. Uh, and then we have squirrel. Um, so, the little wooden guy. Mm-hmm. I can throw a fireball at him, right? Okay. Like, with this one, right? Yep. 12 plus 3, 15. That will hit. Okay. So, the does a d10. Okay. 2, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Do I add anything to that? No, 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 that's enough. You hit it and it explodes in flames as the fire engulfs its twigginess. Good. I have marshmallows. And it starts running around the camp and then sputters down into a smoldering pile. Blumbling from the Blues Brothers. Crush, you're up. Yeah, I. I, Fire works good! (laughs) I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. Okay. There's one near me. There are two twigs near you and one bandit near you. I'll go for the... The bandits have been the ones shooting the arrows, right? Yes. But the twigs have been the ones hitting me. I'm going to uh, cast Sacred Flame. Give me a dex save for the twigs. Please. 17. That, I believe, beats... Your yeah. is probably like 13 or 14. 13. Dodgy. Okay. So the bandit in camp is going to pull the scimitar and attack you. He does. 
Thank you, sir. Uh, 15 to hit you. Nope. And 16 to hit you? Yep. <laughs> At disadvantage. What? Oh, you're good. Yes. The one point Ooh. where he rolled from a disadvantage was a... Uh, I feel better now. Okay. Uh, the other bandit is you. going to try shooting you again since now you're up and doing things and you cast a spell at him. Okay. Or the other one. A two will not hit you. Okay. Uh, and then we have the twigs. So there's two of them on you yet. 19 will hit you again. Yep. Four damage. Down. Okay. The other one will just kind of rustle menacingly at your corpse. Okay. A corpse. Ooh, big scary punch. And then we have Garrett. Let's try this again. Be an 18. That'll hit. That'll be six. Ten. What you got? Uh, yeah. Okay, a short sword. Is he still up? No, he collapses as you slice it in half. Okay. There's a flurry of leaves and explosion of sap, and sweet. It's not pretty. There isn't nobody else next to me, is there? There is a bandit in the camp yet. Is he next to me or not? No. Really. Okay. He's not that far away. If you want to move towards him, you can. If you want to get next to him. I can, because I still got a bonus action. So I'll do that. You still use my bonus. Move action. What's that? You still get move action. Yep. Yeah. So I'll move, then oh. I'll bonus. Yes. You can do that. Uh, that's going to be a 14. That will hit. Six points. It is here a bunch of Bruce Lee moves Okay, he is still up. Uh, Ashton. Okay, I will Vicious Mockery the bandit in the woods now. Okay. So, wisdom save. Natural 20. Okay. Um, And then I will, as a bonus action, healing word, my companion. Okay. Uh, squirrel, you're up. There is a bandit in camp. There is one twig attacking your orc friend. Half orc friend. Sorry, we don't judge. Mm. Much. <laughs> and then there's another bandit out in the woods who is taking pop shots at everybody. Okay. Um, the twigs seem pretty easy to kill, but... Flammable? Um, what's yes. that? Yeah. Flammable? Yes. Flammable. But huh. the other guy is... Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Wouldn't it be ironic if we were TPK in this first encounter? <laughs> like, <laughs> considering his opening, like, have you heard about the legendary J-Box that died escorting a caravan into town? Nobody has seen um, confident like that ever before. And never since then. Legendarily they useless. They still sing songs about it to this I, day. I kind of wanted to throw the poison, shoot the poison spray at the bandit, dude. Um, 
Okay, so let's um, do that. What's the which bandit? The one in the camp? The one in the camp, yeah. The one the closest okay. to me, so. So look up Poison Spray and tell me what it does. Alright. Casting action on range, send feet. Let's guess. Instantaneous. Extend your hand toward a creature you can see within range and protect a puff of noxious gas from your palm. The creature must succeed on the constitution saving throw or take poison damage. Spells increase. Um, okay, so what that means is you're casting a spell on him. You don't make an attack roll. My guy has to make a save against it. Mm-hmm. So... Let's get to a guy fireball. <laughs> or, well, uh, the poison spray works too. Okay, um, let's do this poison spray and see what happens. Okay. So you don't have to roll yeah, anything in this case. Okay. Well, not yet. Um, my guy rolls and he fails. So you roll a d12. Fuck, two. But do I add anything to that? Or? Uh, no, you do not. Okay, two. That sucks. That is enough though. Because oh. he's already taken some. Mockery, and he's been punched in the head. He's been, so he's been mocked. Maybe that's why we're in the situation to begin with. <laughs> it's a common mean, thing. <laughs> I, mock I don't know why. Like, I don't mock either, first. Either you bully them, or someone screwed so their sister. Okay. <laughs> so okay, maybe when you put it like that. So, about so that one, guys. that one has had enough. I mean, he's okay. been he's been mocked by a frail man. He's been hit by a tiny man. And now some guy farted at him, so he's, he's just done. He drops. <laughs> Your penmanship is atrocious, and you dress in the manner of a prostitute. Me enough for this. Uh, oh. you, Rush. Yes. There is one twig on you and one bandit kind of out in the woods a little bit. Okay. And it's my turn to do it the is. thing? <clears throat> to do all the things. I think I'm going to... Bite it. You know you want to. Well, I... I'm going to uh, swat the twig and then use another bonus war priest bonus action thing to go after the uh, bandit. Okay. So, swatting the twig first. Uh, 19 to hit. That will hit. Four damage. So, you hit it and it kind of flies into a tree and then just collapses and drops. Good enough. Yes. And uh, then. Uh, and then you can move and then take your bonus action. Yep. Thirteen against the bandit. That will hit. Oh. Uh, seven damage. Okay. You club him a good one upside the head. Okay. Uh, then it's going to be the bandit. He's going to drop his crossbow, pull a scimitar, and swing at you. Fine. Five hit points. And what do I have to fear? Natural fear? twenty. <clears throat> okay. I got a second character for you already. You know, it's <laughs> it's nearly the end of my turn on guard duty anyway. And that's true. This isn't so a bad that's going to be seven damage, damage as he natural twenty. He's really natural twenty. As he's really pissed because you actually hit him, <laughs> so he decides to swipe back at you. Okay. Um, he catches it right in the gap in your chainmail. Yes, he slashes right through the gap in your chainmail because that makes sense. And. uh... Slices open your stomach. Damn. Um, Garrett. Alright, I will try to drop the bandit. If there's only one left now. That'll be a 16. That will hit. For 9. 
He drops. So you run out and do like a flying kick to his head, and he just <laughs> collapses. Which is really oh. impressive because you're half his height. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a flying kick. So they're all dead. The caravan master, peace out. Is everything okay? <laughs> uh, that's when you are unconscious. Mm-hmm. Can we stabilize him without magic? That's, that's when I do one of these numbers. Make a medicine check. So you walk up, you're like, oh, it's just a stomach wound. I've seen this a million times. You just push it back together, stuff this thing back in. <laughs> he, he grabs a piece Remember of the twig. Remember when I went in, we're going to need that later. He grabs a piece of the twig purse and stuffs it in him. Walk it off. Uh, and somehow after you stuff his dirt-covered intestines back into his stomach, he seems to be breathing much better. He's yeah, a half Now urinate on it. God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the caravan master kind of comes out. He's like, "Oh, oh my goodness, what is this? What what happened out here?" Am I conscious again, or just stabilized? You are just stabilized. You're okay. still unconscious. Um, what can you find on the bandits? Any kind of identifying or salient information? <clears throat> uh, you don't really find anything. Like they have crossbows and scimitars and light arm leather armor. Other than that, they have. Between the two of them, they have 16 gold. Other than that, nothing on them, really. Um, you do notice that their features are slightly odd. Like, they have almost like a barkish cast to their skin. Like, it's just a little bit off. Yeah. Like, it's not really obvious, but there's just, like, a roughness to it. But they're otherwise human. hmm And the blights, do they remain after they die? They don't, like, disappear? No, they remain. Okay. Just little piles of twigs and sticks and <laughs> viciousness. Suspect some kind of local druid. Goddamn vegans. Uh, the rest of the night passes uneventfully. You guys can all take a short rest at this point, which would be enough to get you uh, healed. Use a hit die? Yeah. Okay. Let's call him Andre. Yes. Oh. Feels good to be conscious of one. That's all I can say. Okay. Um, and then you guys can rest out the rest of the night and part of the morning. Like long enough to book all the long rest, which is going to heal you. Oh, okay. Really, you should just do that so the short rest otherwise that's good. Good that. The Wagon Master. What? He came out and. What? Isn't it the wagon master who chose the spot where we slept? Yes. And he came out after everything was done. Yes. There were a couple of hours from town. We need to talk to this wagon master. <laughs> That's a good point. Because if we were in town, can I charm him and ask him why, what he's up to? You can try. <sighs> okay. That's one of my spells. You so want to actually cast a spell on What's that? You want to actually cast a spell on it? Um, yeah, if I just went up and asked him why, he's not going to tell the truth. He thinks I'm distracted. Cream cheese, this is your conscience, baby. What you doing? Okay, you have to bear in mind that when the charm person spell ends, the person knows they were charmed by you. 
Hmm. That's true. You I could, will distract him. Hey, your shoes you are could, You could just try talking to him. Okay. <laughs> um, if you just want to get information out of him, it's going to be diplomacy. Okay. Persuade. Let's do that. Persuade, yeah. Persuasion. Um, I can uh, Can you do... I sure. have another one. Me too. 19? <laughs> oh my god, I'm, I'm so sorry. I didn't... I just didn't want my mules to break a leg. Like we're so close. I mean, we can't we can't do anything in town anyway at night. Like we're gonna get there and set up in the morning. This is die. we've stopped here many times. There's never been an issue. I, this is what I'm paying you for, though. You to, be, to be fair, uh, roll insight. What's that? Fifteen. Yeah, he seems to be telling the truth. I got a sixteen. Is he still yes. telling the truth? Yes. He seems to be just a scary, scrawny man who didn't come out and help fight because he can't. That's why he hires people like you. Well, obviously, others know that he camps here every time. He takes your advisement under, your suggestion under advisement that he may want to rethink where he camps going forward. Mm. I mean, to be fair, this looks like a well-used camping spot. There was a little firing when you pulled in there. There's this little stream spring thing. And he has, doesn't have an idea who the bandits or the druids might have been. Nope. Hmm. All right. So yeah, I, you guys can rest out, get a long rest, and wake up the next morning, and make it the rest of the way into town. Okay. Uh, the rest of the trip into town is uneventful. And finally, you reach the outskirts of Oakhurst. Uh, it's fairly large, actually. 900 residents which for D&D land is actually reasonable size. That's including outlaying, out, outlaying farms, though. Um, as you approach, there's really just, like, the main street. Uh, you can see there's a general store, a blacksmith, a shrine, what looks like an inn and a tavern. Really you get you a shield. <laughs> I have a shield. Did you use it? I forgot. <laughs> I seem very wide-eyed <laughs> as we walk into Oakhurst, and I'm like, I've never seen a town this big before. I have. I was raised in a town that's even bigger than this. Really? There's towns bigger than this? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you put up with all the noise? You go to the tavern and you get drunk. Is there an open mic in town or not? An open mic? Yeah. <laughs> At the tavern? At the tavern. Possibly. All right. Karaoke open night. <laughs> Those guys had no gold on them. I told you they had 16. Oh. Yeah, we got 32 total. 16 altogether. Oh, altogether. I thought you said a piece. Four. My bad. Uh, I thought you said they were each carrying 16. Sorry, 16 total. Okay. I'm assuming I got none of that because I was unconscious. How <laughs> uh, you guys want to handle split it? How uh, you guys want to handle party loot is up to you. I just figured. I strongly recommend you do party, party loot. At a certain point, we'll probably do that. But as far as this first one, it divides by four even easily enough. So. Okay. All right. So the wagon master thanks you profusely for helping them get to town safely and mm-hmm. all of your valiant deeds along the way. Uh, he gives you your payment of 50 gold. 
each or all together? All together. Oh, you goddamn it. Cheap ass motherfucker. <laughs> 52 gold, so we can each have 13. Fine. Thank you. So, so add some of your line of work. Nice divisible numbers. <laughs> I do. 50 is a nice divisible number, just not by four. <laughs> I can eat 50 eggs. <laughs> I'm not at work. At work, I think in base 2. Here, I think in base 10. <laughs> so, 13 each? Yep. Still, Which, considering you guys, this was for like three days of caravan guarding. For nearly dying. <laughs> you can try for squitting you for a bonus. You know what? I will. You next to 30, 32 gold. <laughs> all right. Mostly because of all the bleedingness the cleric had. All the bleedingness. You want me to show you my intestine again? <laughs> I can still kind of pull it out through the wound. Just <laughs> put the money in awesome. my intestine. Yeah. Carry it out of here. I'm still on. So you go to the tavern? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's attached to the inn. It's the Old Boar Inn and the Raging Boar Tavern. They're very, very original here. Uh, Garen, a human male, is the owner and barkeep of the Old Boar Inn and Tavern. He serves food and drink and places a few rooms that visitors can rent. He greets you as you walk in. Well, hey, friends. How's it going? You look like you had a rough trip. Yeah. You wouldn't believe traffic is murder. I, I really wouldn't. We don't get much traffic out here. What brings you to town? Uh, we rode in with the caravan that just arrived. Say, is there a, uh, a temple of tempests in town? Um, we had a shrine. I don't think they're a tempest. We don't really know much about him out here. Oh. But uh, I think it's a non-national shrine. We respect everybody around here. Of course. There are many gods, and they all have their powers. Okay. you got vegans in this town, are you? No. Okay. Just hippies. Unitarian. (laughs) I'm not sure. I don't have any facts to back that joke up. Uh, Yeah, if you guys need some healing or something, you could talk to Corky over at the shrine. (laughs) <laughs> I think she's a what's that sun disc? Pelor? Is that not the one? It's the sun god. Whatever uh, the sun yeah. god is. Pelor. Yeah, because yeah, Pelor, the monkey god. Scully monkey. Anyway, um, yeah. Otherwise, what you what you folks gonna do around here? Just trying to find another caravan back, or? Well, I'm I'm looking for some uh, folks. That went missing. Who's that? Uh, uh, like a brother and sister, a Charlon and Talgon. <clears throat> oh, I Hopefully. remember them. Yeah, they're part of that, that adventuring group, the the Hopeless Wanderers. Hopeless um, Wanderers. Yeah, they, they went down. Sorry. They went down into the uh, into the ruins outside of town, the old citadel. We get wanderers coming through once in a while. They get up in there and explore, and then most of the time they don't come back. Kind of a dangerous life, but, you know, what do you do? Um, yeah, it was them, and there was uh, 
this paladin with him had this really nice sword. <coughs> and then there was one other uh, ranger, I think, was with him. Mm. They just um, went, went to this they, whole they, they were around here for a while, kind of going back and forth, and they went in there and, uh, a couple weeks ago and haven't seen them since. Mm. What nice stuff does the ranger have? Uh, I, I don't know. I think he had a bow and okay. All right. some lovely leathers. What, what kind of uh, folks were these... Uh, was Sharon and Talgon, were they in, like, the fighting line of work, or, or did they I don't know a whole lot about that. Uh, I know that uh, I know that Talgon had a couple of swords, and Sharwin carried this book with her everywhere. Hmm. Beyond that, I can't really tell you much. <laughs> Fortunately, it was Dianetics. Talgon <laughs> 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 Hubbard. Out and grab you. Well, I thank you for your information. I'd sure like a uh, mug of your best ale. Oh, gladly, sir. Or whatever you got. Oh, yeah, we got. If you're really interested, we got some Oakheart Stout in stock. This stuff is amazing. It's made Wait. by this druid oh, from uh, over by Waterdeep <clears throat> somewhere. The best stuff ever. Uh, five gold a mug, though. Good grief. It's, it's really good stuff. Well, um, otherwise, I got the old pig's full over here. This is like. Two copper cup. Get you good and drunk, though. Are you implying something by offering me pig swill? No. I'll <laughs> buy a mug for myself. I'll buy a intestinally <clears throat> challenged friend here. I'll take the druid. Right. Ale. Really? Yeah. All right. I'm not going to drink something called pig swill now that I've been insulted by Garen. Like he doesn't think I'm good enough for the good stuff. Are you sure you should be drinking in your condition? It's a sales ploy. My condition is just fine. Serve it up. Alright. I paid the five <clears throat> You drink it, it is the, no most, tip. the most delicious, amazing beer you've ever had. The pig's full is strong. Yeah. That's its only redeeming value. It's like a Lainey's watermelon shandy. Hmm. Alright. Anyway. Uh, yeah, the man suggested if you're going out to the city that'll look for them, you may want to stock up first. You'd hit the general the general store, get some supplies, there's a smitty that uh old Rurik can maybe help repair your weapons, get you suited out. Uh, since it looks like you've seen some action, you could talk to the mayor, see if there's anything he knows about what's going on around town. Get that gap fixed in your chain mail. <laughs> you know, that's all supposed to be one thing, right? It's not supposed to be streamers. <laughs> I like the jingling and the jangling. That, that seems fair. Just hang some bells for morning. In the misty morning. <laughs> so what would you like to do next? You keep looking at me, but I want someone oh. else to do something. Well, I'm, I'm looking, looking for like same. magic apples or something, right? So yes, I see. Um, one, I'll take some of the pig swill. There you go, sir. Two copper. Right. <laughs> pig swill ahoy. Um, I want to know: Is there um, any orchards around town? I, I brew. I'm a brewer, and I brew hard cider, apple cider. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. Um, 
perhaps apple orchards. Are there any special apples around here that would that you <laughs> You must be talking about the special apples. Um, yeah. Those, those, we get one of those per year, mm-hmm. right, right before the solstice. Mm-hmm. Every year, the goblins come in and trade it to us. Don't know where they get it. Um, I know they kind of live out in the Citadel somewhere out there. A lot of them hang around there. But uh, every year we take the seeds out of it and try and plant them. And then they, they start growing up as little brambly things. And then the next day they're just gone. So we don't know if the goblins are out, you know, cutting them down and taking them back so they don't grow. Or what's happening? Hmm. Brambly things. Yeah. Brambly things. Kind of, are they like little people-shaped brambly things? <laughs> no, they just look like little brambly tree things. Hmm. I don't when Trees was, don't look like people. Yeah. When was the last solstice? I asked myself. That's in about two weeks. It's mm-hmm. coming up. Yes. So it's early June-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these brambly things, how do they feel about you killing their cousins? <laughs> they're trees. Why would they care? Hypothetically, would they care? They're trees. What is wrong with you people? Right, just saying, just like for argument's sake. <laughs> trees don't have feelings. Hmm. Okay. Goddamn vegans. <laughs> I don't have feelings. And, we're, we're, and you say I find these goblins at the Citadel. They, they seem to kind of hang around there. Okay. And they're nice folk? Yeah, well, they're goblins, so no. Oh, yeah. Oh. I don't uh, like they, they come up with the apple. We, we trade some stuff for the apple. That's what all we got. What do you trade for? What do they trade for? Uh, shiny things... Metal, sparkly things. Yeah, sparkly things. they're not very smart. I mean, they're goblins. Gotcha. Okay. So, do we head out to the citadel or check with the mayor? No, I'm looking to you. Who hired that last adventuring group? Well, we you're the cleric. You're our moral compass. Oh, you guys are so fucked. His moral compass is hit it and hit it again. No, no, I always try diplomacy before. I mean, Tempest doesn't reward you for petty brawls. He, yes, he, yes, he does. Valiant acts of war. <laughs> Which leads to <laughs> He jumps from behind the door. Hi! He's kind of indifferent to some fight. Why don't I drop my armor off at the armorer? Since you don't like this fashion statement. What kind of... Oh, it's chain. Chain mail. Mm-hmm. He can mm-hmm. mend these broken links and we can and talk... And learn to fly again. Learn to... Mend... I'm kind of enjoying my pixel. Well, how do you guys like the fancy smancy brew? I'm eating it with a spoon. It's yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> Worth every penny. I'll tell you, Garen, have you ever seen a half orc use a spoon? He's the first half orc I've ever seen. Sure, he's half. So no ill effects from the fancy schmancy stuff. This, looks looks oh, yeah. this is the most wholesome. This this is uh, big like stout. It's like mother's milk, a meal in a jar. Just okay. Well, so, as long as the fancy schmancy stuff doesn't have any ill effects on you, because you're really kind of selling that hard. So I was very distrustful of that. Well, it's just because it's so amazing. It is. Everybody knows. Oak, like everybody knows Oak Heart Stout. It's the best beer in the world. Okay. So it's no wait. Okay. 
serve me up for one of those. And how much are they? Five gold. <sighs> All right. So you drop your chainmail off. Uh, there's a dwarf working the blacksmith. He's very dwarfy. All right, friend. How you doing? Mm. I've done better. Yeah, I can see that. Why don't you? You know you're supposed to keep those links together, right? That's why I'm seeing you. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can take care of that for you. Damn it, out in the woods. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, I wonder, we've been having some, some problems out there. I know the, the cattle herders don't graze their stock too far out there. There's these weird monsters that come out at night, and the next day, just a bunch of cattle that are dead. Just a bunch of needle-like wounds. Nobody's seen what does it. One of it is your bandits. Well, my, my bandit had a scimitar that he did this oh. with. But, but the uh, twigs, the twigs, Duffy Moon. But yeah, the, uh, it, they were like these little tree monsters, for lack tree, of a better term. Tree monsters? Well, they... What, they like, what do they look like? Like tree people. I mean, not not like a... Oh, that makes sense, because they're tree monsters. Let's see what you're going with here. Well, I mean, they had bark-like skin, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they were about as smart as uh, your average goblin. Oh. And uh, kind of just... Annoying. Yeah, but the innkeeper said trees don't do that, so what do we know? Oh, you mean he's human. What do you expect from him? So, uh, would you be willing to mend this for uh, a few gold? Oh, that's... It'll take me... Hey, Brian, can uh, I some more coffee, please? Four or five hours. Yeah, uh, yeah just like gold will do it. Alright. Dwork also mentioned oh. that the last time anybody came around here asking questions about the Citadel, other than those silly adventures who were out there like a month ago... Uh, was a druid named Balak some 13, 14 years ago, way back in time. Had this weird pet frog with him. Went off towards the Citadel, never saw him again. Elk. Once again, Mr. Jones, what was yours is now mine. There's nothing which you possess which I cannot take away. Off to see the mayor. Okay. So yeah, the village hall is kind of in center town. Uh, it's Mayor Werner Lang. <laughs> Mayor Lang. Yeah, Mayor Lang. He has you know some pretentious airs. He's wearing a little bit fancier clothing. Yes. Yeah. Welcome, folks. Welcome to town. What can I help you with? What's the name of this town? Oakhurst. There's a sign right up there. What? Oakhurst. Oh, Sorry, the, the accent threw me for a second. I thought you said something else. <laughs> uh, okay. Just, there's a sign right out there. Uh, can you guys not, not see why, that? Why, 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 why did you name it Oakhurst? I don't know. Someone oh, way back in history did? But it's all maples! I see ash and cedar and aspen. It's Friday, Friday's No, it's all mahogany. <laughs> Nothing but mahogany. Yeah, what can I help you folks with here in town? Oh, employment opportunities. Yes. Yeah. Wow. We're uh, thrill-seeking uh, heroic adventurers of a certain uh, quality and standing. Uh, looking for gainful opportunities to help those in need save the, the, those that need saving. 
Uh, in other words, we need a jab. Oh, okay. Any local evil that needs smiting, or perhaps uh, uh, local teens that need scaring straight? Um, well, uh, I mean, if you guys <laughs> want to do stuff, you could, I, you could maybe do something about the goblins. They bring out just one apple every year, and then we try and plant this stuff. The seeds and they grow up and then they disappear. They get cut down or something. What? We could stop the goblins from doing that. What? What is it with this apple? Look at an apple. Who bases their economy on an apple? That's an apple that heals anybody who eats it. Until the orcs chop it down and you never get to use it. Right? They plant the seeds they, after they eat it. The goblins plant the seeds. He clearly said orc. And he has to go through a digestive tract first and then right. they plant it. So what do the goblins chop down? After we get the apple, we divide it up. Anybody who's sick eats a piece of it. Then we okay. plant the seeds, and then they grow up, and then they get cut down. They have no Before clue. When you put down. seeds in the garden, I, I know you're a fancy <laughs> wordsmith. It takes years, no things. Though, right? Oh, just like a year. So where do the goblins come into? Probably from the Citadel. Once a year or two times a year. <laughs> I mean, where do the goblins come into the story? Oh, well, they give us the apple. We're pretty sure they're cutting the, the saplings you plant down. So they're selling you back your own produce? What? Apparently. No, they, they bring us the apple. We try to cultivate the apple so we don't have to buy it from the fucking goblins. And then they cut down the trees we plant. So if we kill the goblins, you won't get the next apple. You can figure out where they're getting the apple from and bring us the apple. Have you tried, like, planting them inside a courtyard? That's right. covered in stone. Why would we do that? You can pick up a rock So and make the dirt. goblins just can't walk up in the middle of the night and chop down your fucking trees? Why don't you go to the city and kill the goblins? That'll solve all our problems. <laughs> so one apple a year or two apples a year? I thought it was two apples a year. It's two. They get okay. one at the summer solstice and one at the winter solstice. The okay. winter solstice is actually bad. It poisons anyone who touches it or eats it. I want to avoid those apples. So, <laughs> how much do you trade for that? A bunch of shiny junk. Why? So you can poison the people that need poisoning? I, I have no comment. And the goblins eat this apple as well, too, I would assume. The, the ones that heals. I have no idea. Okay. They don't eat the one they sell us. What do they do with the one that's... Are so you an elected confused. official... No, it's hereditary. It's a great deal. <laughs> like, we have Vampappy. He was a, he was a real, estate, uh, real estate developer around here. Yeah. Came around about 12 times. So he named so, Yeah. Is this something your mom and auntie told you? I'm talking about just one person here, obviously. <laughs> Burn! Sick! <laughs> how many, how so many anyway, goblins, yeah, you how got many goblins are there? Is this like a small family of goblins? Or? I have no idea. There's five or six of them come out and sell us the apple. Mm-hmm. No idea how many of them there are, though. You know how goblins are. They like rabbits. Or orcs. They like orcs. They breed. If they chop down the trees, then nobody gets the apple. So how do they suddenly have an apple? They, they have the apple somewhere wherever they're laring. There's a, there's a tree there that they have. I mean, they planted it in the, their courtyard so you can't chop yeah. theirs down? Probably. Okay. Goddamn snotty This cars. is what we call best practices. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably an ISO... Uh, you should yeah. definitely go to the Citadel right now. <laughs> Preferably blindfolded. Where is the Citadel? Oh, just follow the ravine north of the town. Just walk along the edge of it. You'll eventually see it. It's kind of like a keep that sunk down on the ground long ago. So kind of good, interesting history good, behind good it. Good design there. <laughs> we want these apples. 
both these apples. What's the interesting history of the Citadel? Mayor. Oh, well, Mayor let me say that it serves as a retreat for an ancient dragon cult. Do you know the difference between legend and history? One's old, one's really, really old. Primary sources. Did it sink into the ground? That's what it looks like. Why? All that's really sticking up. Probably from earthquakes? Volcanic eruptions? I don't know, magic? These things happen. How well do the We've only got heal people? Four more hours before my armor's ready, so I'd like to let you know that we appreciate you spending all this time with us. Mike, can I use your book for a second? Yeah. Thank you. So they have the... Does it stabilize the dying, or does it cure disease? It cures disease. Hmm. So you don't think, like, the regular apples that a goblin druid is, like, casting good berry on there's no goblin druids. That's silly. <laughs> what do they do with the apple, the winter solstice apple? What is what is what is done with that? We take it and we uh, we dispose of it so that it doesn't hurt anybody. I'm only trading junk for it, so no big loss. We so they just give you that poison apple. Well, we give them most of shiny shit too. What? Why would you buy it? Give shiny stuff for an apple that you're going to get rid of anyway. So that they don't use it to poison people. Hmm. How would they do that? They could ambush make... caravans, pin people down, shove applesauce down their mouth. Oh, what? Make well? Apple walnut salad and <laughs> put out a buffet. That would do it. Yeah. Hmm. It's like that whole thing with the potato salad. And they won't allow you to grow the good apples because they come and chop them down every time you try to plant them. Yes. Because you plant them outdoors. You know, sir. Anybody can get at the tree. You know, sir. Apparently they have no one to protect their their plants, their apple trees. So we either... We try keeping watch. They get them anyway. We don't know what happens. It take too long to sit around and protect those apple trees for them, so you can just go kill some goblins. Sure. That's what I'm saying. If you go to where the goblins have their apple tree, clear them out, take the apple tree. tree. 300 gold. Each? Each goblin we kill? (laughs) Hey, we're talking genocide here. All so you can heal Grandma, you know, Grandma Betsy's sniffles. Oh, no, we can make a great export business. (laughs) We got plans, sir. All right, so three hundred up front plus percentages on the back end. Sounds I'll give you fifty up front for supplies. You get four hundred on the way back. And a percentage of the sales. There's no, 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 none of that nonsense. <laughs> we'll teach you how to build a wall orchard. <laughs> there you go. I have a book called The Wall Orchard. How about actually okay, we should build them on a charge of like a thousand gold pieces to make it. You give up, what we you give us one the no, an apple for produce. That sounds fair. Plus the four fifty. Yeah. Yes. Four sixty. Four thirty. Sixty up front. Four hundred in the back. Fifty up front. Sixty. Fifty. Fifty is not divisible by four, sir. I don't. You're a party. Figure it out. 
You can turn it into silver. This silver strikes me as the sort of planning ahead that causes you to get your goddamn trees chopped down every year. <laughs> Alright, so 40 up front. 360 on the way back. No, no, no. I was 50 up front. There. It was. Tell, oh. tell Mitch Sporty Pants over here should have us down in mouth. See if you can bargain them down further. <laughs> I just want to cut them. <laughs> um, why do you think we're getting an apple? We can take it and plant our own trees. Okay. In a walled courtyard. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, As fun as this has been, I've really got stuff to do. So, you know, busy town town business and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of Mm -hmm. ordinance coming through this office on a daily basis. (laughs) Ordinances, I should Mm -hmm. say. He goes back to his desk. Uh, the interview's over. Uh, I got some mayoral things. Zoning, here. zoning. Lots of zoning to do. <laughs> all right. I got all these bills. So to it's sign. now been a couple hours of you harminging the poor man. <laughs> and the inside courtyard is not zoned for agriculture. <laughs> the white zone is for loading and unloading only. Your armor should be ready to go. All right, please get the fuck out of town. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to stop by the shrine quick. And, uh, okay. People are in this town are so goddamn racist. It's like that everywhere. That right. All right. and it's not great quality. It's Only humans used know how to plant trees out in the open where they can get chopped down. No one else can do it. Just basically a little uh, addition. Climbing snooty bastards. Do you think taught them how to do that? Okay. I'm going to go to the shrine, not talk to anybody. Nick is like, thank God. (laughs) And uh, just make a uh, quick prayer and offering to Tempest for success in our endeavors. Okay. Uh, Yeah, while you're there, you see a female gnome kind of wandering around. As she sees you praying and offering beads, and she just kind of walks up. It's a good little lad. Yeah. I'm three times your size, maybe four. That's a huge Only bitch. stature. Hey, hey. Okay. I can tell you, you're small size. It's okay. Taller than you when you fall below zero hit points. <laughs> Are you the the priestess here? Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, Dem Dem Mackle. Everybody calls me Corky. Corky. Corky Mackle. Yeah. And, and uh, do, do you operate this whole shrine for... Oh, yes. Yes. Fun and profit. And uh, so you're a Unitarian? <laughs> you could say that. I, 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 well played, I, sir. I worship Pelor, but, you know, we... The monkey gun. We're kind of okay with any of the goodly, goodly gods around here. Tempest is a little rough for my taste, but he's, he's on the right side. The teachings of Pelor or of uh, Tempest are hard for the uninitiated to understand the underlying righteousness and goodness. Uh, what can you tell me about the Citadel? That seems to be the uh, main plot hook. We, I mean, the main topic of conversation as we have. Uh, wow! Honestly, the campaign is called the Sunless Citadel or something. Yeah. 
Well, they are having problems with cattle, too. There are cattle mutilations. That is correct. Um, I, I don't know a whole lot about it. Um, I know it sunk into the ground long ago. Some kind of cataclysm or world shake, like earthquake or something, and just kind of sank into the ground. Uh, the magic kind of keeps it together, though. Lots of magic. I think there used to be a cult that lived in there. Um, some dragon stuff. There used to be a dragon on these parts, you know. Mm. Off to the east, there's a, a barren plain. It's called the Ashen Plain. Um, and I think legends. that the dragon made that ashen? See, I thought you were a smart boy. Mm. Legend was the dragon Ashardalon came through and destroyed the whole plane. I'm saying, so it's a mean dragon? Probably. I mean, it destroyed a plane. Not for farmers, so they can plane. No. Okay. You folks are funny. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be eaten by a dragon. Or burned by a dragon. Oh, this this was centuries ago. Nobody's seen hide nor hair of it since then. Oh, how long do they live? Dragons don't have hair. Which is why nobody's seen any. <laughs> Obviously. Stop dragging my heart around. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we go to the Citadel? Yeah. Does anyone need any shit? Oh, I picked up a glamorous kit. Need some more money. Well, you could go. We could, we could stay at the inn tonight and set out in the morning, and you could you could entertain the way you do and sing your funny songs. I always laugh. Sure. Um, so, what's the average gold somebody could get on a night of performing? Depends on how well you do in the area. Yeah, but are we talking silvers or golds or will be a reasonable expectation. Country town like this, you're probably looking at silvers. You might edge up into gold if you do really well. Let's just move up. They don't have a list for that in there, do they? There's probably something in the DMG. <clears throat> That's fine. There are these parts on top activities. But we got the money up front, right? Yeah, you got your 40 gold. 50. 50 gold. Okay. <laughs> All right. So 12 and a half each, one would assume. Yes, each of you so have 12 gold, gold and 5 silver. All of you have 12 gold and 5 silver. 50, 5 silver. Alright, I would like to sell my leather armor and get studded leather. Is that a reasonable thing to do in this town? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, studded leather you can get. He has a... The smith has a suit in stock. Okay. It'll take him an hour to resize it for you. Okay. Because I'm gangly. I can sell for half, I'm guessing? Yeah. Okay. Anything else anybody needs to do before you leave town? Yeah, just meditate. Make sure no one can use the uh, Port John in the town square <laughs> ever again. Oh my god, we know who ate the winter salsa sample. Oh, yeah, we still got two scimitars and two, two suits of leather you can sell if you want. Oh, yeah. We probably should start a party loot pile at some point. 
I'll sell them before we go. So we the don't dwarf will gladly take them off your hands. Okay. Uh, one of the suits he'll give you half price for, the other suit he'll give you quarter price for because it's rather full of blood holes and seven and a half other nonsense. And the scimitars? Scimitars he'll give you three quarter price for. They're good metal. Three quarters of. Round, round down to whatever the closest is. 37.50. 37.5 plus 7.5 for the armor gets us 48 plus 7.45 total. So, do you guys want to start a party? Yeah, might as well. Okay. And they gave us their apple? They don't have an apple. We get the apple on uh, return, I guess. To keep the apple. Well, yeah, you need to go in there and find the apple. Find the tree that's making the apple. I think we're going to have a new lair once we're done with this. Okay. <clears throat> Alright. That's a lot. So yeah, you set off along the uh, old road, because every town has a, call, has a road called Old Road. Can you sing that uh, walking song? I, hope. Mm. I don't know. Was an Elvis song or let me let me see how many dice. Elvis I have. songs can't be thematic. It's Wait thematic. <laughs> so, so that means I can do it twice. It's Wait, okay, everybody we'll, has to roll. It's okay. We'll just have down for shoot it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, you set up along the road. It's uneventful trip. Go. It's about seven miles out to the ravine. The overgrown old road winds through rocky downs near stands of old growth old growth oak <laughs> and past abandoned farms. It is seven miles from Oakhurst to the Sunless Citadel. The old road passes to the east of a narrow ravine. At the road's closest approach to the collapse, several broken pillars jut from the earth where the ravine widens. Two of the pillars stand straight, but most lean atop sloped earth. Others are broken and several have apparently fallen into the dark depths. A few similar pillars are visible on the opposite side of the ravine. A sturdy knotted rope is tied to one of the leading pillars on this side of the ravine. So the citadel sunk down into the ravine, yes. leaving yes. remains on either side. Correct. Okay. All right, inspect the rope. Is the rope still good? Sturdy. You said sturdy. Mm-hmm. I mistrust okay. it. I think it's a trap. Let him go. <laughs> I said, I'm looking at the rope, <laughs> not hopping down. Oh, heck, I'll go. If you want to look around the area, you can do an investigation or survival. Yeah, it's, it's an investigation. Not through a survival. I'll do a survival. I got a 14. So did I. I'll do an investigation. Eight, um, like plus five if I get that? Yes. Okay, so 13. 13. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, with your survivals, you're able to tell that the area in and around the pillars has hosted many small campfires, some as recent as a month ago. Um, it looks like somebody actually went through the trouble to kind of try and hide the evidence of the campfires from casual scrutiny. Uh, with your investigation, you actually check the pillars and you see that they're covered in graffiti, graffiti in the dwarvish alphabet. Uh, did any of you speak goblin? I, I think I do too. No. 
Okay. Uh, I you, do. you both recognize, as translating from Dwarvesh, recognize the inscriptions as warnings and threats against potential trespassers. And the real goblin speak. Bad man, go away. No hurt, goblins. Stay away. Scary, scary. Things like that. Okay. So potential threats. We are threats. So we are, we are allowed to go. I think that's right. Um, the rope appears to be in good condition still. You would guess that just based on the condition and how long, like how decent it still is, it couldn't have been here more than two or three weeks. And it's tied to one of these standing columns. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look around the base of the column to see if, you know, give it a few sh- experimental shoves okay. and see if I think it'll bear the weight of someone going down the rope and that it isn't all just designed to. Sure. Flop over. So let me uh, strength check. It'll bear my weight. I mean, that thing weighs like 18. You give yourself a hernia and it stays standing. Okay. (laughs) Your guts came out again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, you popped the stitches. Get a little stick instead of pushing them back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't touching those. Excuse me for a moment. I've got to remove my loincloth and push my intestines out of my ball sack. Uh, if you look down from the edge of the ledge, you can see that there are also carved handholds in the ravine face going down. It looks like it's about 50 yards down to, the, to a ledge. This is where the rope goes to. Okay. I think this is the goblin's elevator. I'm down. <laughs> Right, no, you heard him. You're still up. You heard him. Not no more. I say what? You're, you're down. He's taking point. I'm right. Yes. <laughs> the wizard always goes first. Yeah. I'll go for strategic artillery purposes. I go first. I think we send the monk okay. down first. He's light and nimble, and he's a monk. Ten bucks on that wall. You can do that crazy wall, <laughs> touch the walls thing. Roll me athletics check. Athletics? Why couldn't it be acrobatics? Because you're climbing, not jumping. 20. You skitter nimbly down the roll. Bye, guys. You guys are actually pretty certain that at points he's not even holding on to it. He's somehow just like floating down with the rope holding him up. It's really weird. It's easy as one, two, three. Okay, who's next? I'll go. Okay. Wait, wrong one. 18 plus um, athletics, right? Plus one, so 19. Yeah, you're able to easily climb down. It's really simple. You just kick off the wall every couple of feet and just slide down the rope. Fine. Mr. Schwarbach. 12. It's a little bit more difficult for you, but you're able to figure it out. I mean, it's a roll. You hold on, you climb down. You don't look elegant or awesome like your friends do as you do. But okay, Mike, we got the you long straws. You're the short straw. <laughs> All right. Cuts the rope okay. and goes back to town and collects his bounty from the mayor. <laughs> Everybody move away from the base yeah. of the rope. <laughs> now don't look up my kilt. He just sits down up there, pull out a lemonade. This you guys get let me know. Oh, damn. You actually just super joy jump off. 
and you somehow land perfectly. It's the billowing kill. It's true. <laughs> like one of those butter cups. Whatever. Yeah, you, you skid it down the rope, and at the end you just kind of jump off and... Yeah, Iron Man stance. Yep. With a little squeaky fart at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You're a half-orc. I don't know if it's a little. Didn't she try to kill Gerald Ford? Which what? Didn't she try to kill Jared, Gerald Ford? Squeaky Ford. Squeaky from? No. Never mind. So, you are in a sandy ledge that overlooks a subterranean gulf of darkness to the west. The ledge is wide but rough. Sand, rocky debris, and the bones of small animals cover it. A rough-hewn stairwell zigs and zags on the side of the ledge, descending into darkness. This was a citadel. Where the hell do we get into caverns and ledges? It's it's sunk. See, it's all sunken. Do we see, like, rooftops and crap, or... Kind of, like, down towards the bottom of it, you see... What looks like, you know, the edge of balance that are just barely sticking up on the ground. And okay. So are we... I just want to understand, are we walking deeper into the ravine to get to the entrance of the citadel, or are we walking yes. in some subterranean no. thing? Okay. You are cling... Okay, so there is the cliff edge, and my drawing is no good because you can see it, nonetheless. <laughs> so there's a cliff edge... Standing stones up here. Yep. Rope going down to a ledge. Then there's some switchbacks down to the bottom and down here. Okay. The remains of the citadel. So we're on what would probably reasonably be like the talus slope going down to the bottom of the ravine. Basically. Okay. Like it looks like these these are worked stairs and like somebody has actually put effort into this at some point, but long, long ago. Right. I shrug and go down the stairs. Give me survival checks before you do. I will have torch in hand. Well, it depends. How, how bright is it down there? It's still daylight. Okay. The no torch in hand. 20. Okay. Um, you notice humanoid footprints as well as rat tracks of unusually large size. The footprints lead down the stairs. It's a bunch of R-O-U-S's. Um, among the rubble, you find an old string of stones that contains and is covered by the accumulated ash of hundreds of fires, although it looks like it has been used for a couple of years. Inside the ash pile are a few rough-hewn spears, spear tips of goblin manufacture, and small iron uh, It looks like the, the rodent tracks are fairly fresh. It looks like it might still be in the area. There's large rats. R-O-U-S's. Old goblin camp. From the looks of it. Does anyone... Can I call dibs on sure. the rat? I, mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I want to extend my rations as long as they'll go. Go right ahead. Okay. Mm. A rat pie. <laughs> it's just like chicken. I mean, really. Rat on a <laughs> stick. <laughs> All right. That's what mom always made. <laughs> your barbecue rat, got your rat gumbo. <laughs> Alright, so yeah. Uh, you continue down the stairs? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, as you go down, a fortress slowly begins to emerge from the darkness, 
uh, towards the bottom. Like it's just the distance does make it hard to see, and you obviously some shade from ravine ledges. Uh, the subterranean citadel, though impressive, seems long forgotten. If the lightless windows, cracked crenellations, and leaning towers are any, any, any indication, all is quiet, though a cold breeze blows up from below, bringing with it the scent of dust and a faint trace of rot. Um, as you go down, you hit about the third switchback, and as you do, some rats kind of start piling out of the rubble and the bone piles around you and start heading towards you. They are unusually large. There you go. There's some fresh rations for you. Excellent. So, everybody roll initiative. Anybody over 20? <laughs> Ash has a 22. 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 10. 10. You had 11. 11 <laughs> no. <laughs> He's got to keep going down to get uh, to my initiative. That's uh, never 11. Let's roll ahead and hold on there. 10, uh, 9, 8, 7, Yo. 6, 5. Yes. <laughs> I, rolled, I rolled a 1. Three. <laughs> and unfortunately, Lucky doesn't let me uh, roll initiative. I... I was telling you all my mom's recipes for rat. <laughs> yep. Uh, recipes I'll never uh, try. Ready to go with some rat right now. Get some deep fried rat. A little bit of boiled rat. I'll tell you how she'd make rat on a stick. She'd peel them, see? And then, and then put them on the stick. stick. And then and roast them. put it in a fire. A little bit over a fire. Not too much, because you want them juicy. Mmm. Don't eat the stick, though. Really good. Yeah, stick. don't eat the stick. Rat's good, but it's not gopher. Okay. Ashton, you're up first. There are three very hungry rats coming at you. How big are they? Unusually large. Almost giant, one might say. They are still small. Like the size of a Volvo? Or they are rodents of unusual size. Cocker Spaniel? I will... Vicious attack. in the fire swamps. Vicious mockery, one of them. Okay. Look! Chipmunks! What kind of save is that? Wisdom. Oh, yeah. That's a 13. 13 is what you need. It chitters at you, unafraid of your mockery. <laughs> the rat flips me off and continues his approach. Chipmunk, you look like a gopher. What was your marching order? I think I was first, because I said... I climbed I down first, but then he took off first. Okay. So... We gotta have the wizard in the middle. Mm-hmm. You're more melee. I'll go in the back. All right. Okay. So I'll be second. So one red on each of you. 
Yes! Yes! Uh, 16 to hit you. Yes. Okay. Seven hits you. Ooh. So okay. compare that to your AC. I uh, thirteen, so so that would miss. Miss. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-one yeah, yeah. to hit you. Snap. <laughs> Four damage. As the rat bites you viciously. No, Garrett. You're supposed to bite it. Feel like Wesley in the fire swamps. Um. Next up, we have. Nobody get that reference. Princess Bride. Yes, you're up. Um. Are they still attacking me? There. Yes. There's a rat trying to to bite you. Okay. Um. Very vicious. Yeah. Pointy teeth. Let's throw a fireball at old bitch. Okay. Oh. Um, At least it's not a one. <laughs> what do I add that to? It's a, it was your spell casting attack modifier, mm-hmm. which is on the other sheet. Yep. Oh, sorry. Yep, right here. So, plus three. So plus five. Should we plus five? Yep. Five. So, okay. seven does not hit. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, try to cut right. for you. So you're so frightened of the rat trying to gnaw at your ankles that you shoot at it, but you're so distracted you. He almost it. hit his big toe. Yeah. It's happened before, it'll happen again. It's worse things to hit. <laughs> okay. Never shoot another missile again. Me? Uh, yes. Okay. I'm going to. Just be like very conversationally. No, you see, you gotta hit him in the head so you don't spoil the meat. Yeah, we'll take that under advisement. But I miss with the 10. I thought you said you'd hit it in the head and miss. 10 does miss. He's dodging. Yeah, I'm gonna leave that there. Okay. Garrett, a rat has bitten you viciously. Should end the box your half. Viciously. Nineteen or right. twenty-one. We'll hit. Four, so five points. Okay. And then I will bonus okay. attack again. Natural one. Uh, so I get one better. It's <laughs> <laughs> not natural. I do bad things on natural ones, so I'll never get a natural one on attacks or ability checks. They're not, or... they're not always bad. I just things happen on natural ones. Like, maybe you slip, maybe yeah. you shoot over here, whatever. Or, you know, shoot Christine in the face, or... These things happen. <laughs> Sometimes you'll just make them environmental effects. I just I enjoy it. It's part of my fun. Uh, Ashton, you are up. I'm going to run up and stab the one biting my wizard friend. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Twenty-one. Stab him, stab or something. Ten. You, you are it straight through. What's up? I assume that you taunt your orc half orc friend as you do this. Sure. 
No, no, you have to skew her like this. You just told us how to do this. <laughs> Not enough flare. You need your offhand in the air. Like so. Observe. Oh, something like this, wasn't it? You can't possibly expect to hit anything if you don't go, ha-ha, as you do. Okay. Try it with me. Ha-ha! 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 Very good. Yeah, you know, I don't know how well it's going to work with Warhammer, but we'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So rats. Splat. There is a rat on you and on Grush and Garrett yet. I did see that Warhammer last night in Game of Thrones. Okay. This yeah. is Grush. That's cool. <laughs> Here is a 14 will miss you. Stupid monks. Uh, squirrel. Still have to go after a rat. Okay. Firebolt it. Okay. Oh, come on. You got the net one. All right. Miss. Yeah. So. You shoot a firebolt at the rat. But you're still... Terror stricken at the fact that this rodent is trying to bite you and fleas and plague and just bad things. Right. So you shoot at it, but you're off kilter. The firebolt hits the wall of the thing, kind of splatters down, mm-hmm. and the one lonely little shrub that was trying to live in this poor, poor environment oh. gets decimated. Oh my god. By this firebolt. I think I did a bad thing, guys. <laughs> Probably the apple tree. <laughs> <laughs> I will teach them to try to lowball us on the feed. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to... Like, that seemed to work for Ashton, so I'm going to do the same thing with the Warhammer. And okay. Like, Aha! And still aiming for the head. Right. right. Oh, that, it works. Uh, 21 to hit. That will hit. And 13 damage. I'm sorry. 11 damage. Good grief. All because you did the... Uh Aha! Yeah. Uh Alright. So yeah, you... Describe how you do this to me. Because I'm trying to picture how Warhammer does a ha-ha movement. Well, I'm... I'm I'm thinking he goes, (laughs) (laughs) ha-ha. I just hit it with, like, the top of the hammer. So you just, like... Pull it, you straight, it. straight into the face and just kind of pop it. Yeah. Okay. Pop its little brain. So yeah, and it kind of shoots back, hits the edge of the ravine and just kind of topples <laughs> off the edge. Puts the, oh! puts the fire, puts the tree We out. have the rat, we have fire. the fire, there's a stick. <laughs> and it's, oh! With a nice apple wood. So his next turn is putting it over the little burning bush. Apple wood smoke rat. <laughs> Alright, oh, Garrett, you're up. Alright, here we go. There was a half-beaten rat. That would be a 16 for five points. And the rat goes down. And a fresh one. No cuts or wounds in it. It's about to be clearized already. Mm, nicely done. Uh, it, is there one of those... Uh... We do have a burning bush over there to start cooking. Yeah, we yeah, do. I'm going to just quick show you how to dress it and find a convenient stick and skewer the rat and roast a little bit over the flames. All right. I'm going to 
it's done, I'm going to actually offer it to you. Now, since it was your kill, <laughs> I'll slide a. You get, a, you, you, get it. you get the you can have the yeah. heart or the liver. Uh, I'll take the heart. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's that over there? <laughs> mm, this is delicious. <laughs> mm, going down really good. Now the best part is the back strap. It's like bacon. <laughs> All right. The rest of the trip down is uneventful. Uh, you reach the bottom. The narrow stairs empty to a small courtyard, apparently the top of what was once a crenellated, crenellated battlement. The buried citadel has sunk so far into the earth that the battlement is now level with the, with the surrounding floor. That floor stretches way to the north and south, composed of a layer of treacherous, crumbled masonry, which reaches to an unknown depth. To the west looms the surviving structure of what must be the sunless citadel. A tower stands on the west side of the courtyard. So even though it's a long fall, crumbling masonry to some unknown depth, can we walk to the other side of the courtyard? You can attempt to, yes. Okay. So I mean, like a little bit uncertain footing, but you can try and skip from piece to piece and kind of jump your way through and stumble and hike it and climb it. Okay, but we're at the battlement of the sunken battlement of a tower right now. Yes, essentially. So basically, stairs let down out here. Some crumbled nonsense and that kind of scoots all the way around everything. Okay. And then this kind of goes up to the battlement right here, the remains of it. And then that leads to a tower, which is right there. Oh, I getcha. Okay. So you have to go pretty almost across 20 feet ish of rumble, crumpled masonry to get to the battlement. And then kind of make your way across that, which is also a little bit rough, but not as bad. Doesn't sound too daunting. All right. Can I take a perception check or some sort of check at this point just to see is there like, it seems like that would be a crossing that mm-hmm. rubbly patch could be risky if something were to happen then. So I want to see if anything is, any more rats or any other stuff is lurking in the okay. shadows. Um, yeah, you can give me a perception check. Well. You can see a couple little spots where it looks like stuff is unsteady, and you should probably avoid those spots. Um, and you can hear scritchings of rats and other things throughout the rubble, but you can't pinpoint exactly where any of them are. It's a little too vague. You just know that they're out there. Um, and it'd probably be a good idea to take it slow and kind of be cautious. You can see a couple, a couple spots where it looks like there may even be some stuff has caved in, in the sinkholes and other stuff like that. So mm-hmm. maybe watch out so you don't hit anything like that. All right, I'll point out all those hazards to everyone. And I'm going to, like, just at the scritchings, I'm just going to wave what's left of my rat on a stick in the general. Do you want to be this? Do you want to be this? I can eat more. Okay. Yeah, because they're sure as hell not afraid of my firebolts. And really, do you think it's going to work on rats to make fun of them? I tried. I mean, they're already rats. Yeah. How do you insult a rat? 
some mouse. Call it a gopher. Call it a bard. Call it your ex-wife. Alright, so you guys try and cross the courtyard? Or cross to the Battlelands? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I need uh, two dexterity checks from everybody. Acrobatics. What is it? Ac- acrobatics? Yes. Yeah. 14, so 17. That three would be a what? Oh, is that three rolls or two rolls? Two rolls. No. Your first one was a three. Um, my dex, hold on, my um, acrobatics was plus three. So it would be a six. So your first roll, what did you roll? Um, three. Okay, so that would be a six, and then this one would be a 14. Yep. Three and a four. Perfect. You did better than him. Okay. <laughs> you two are just fine. You merrily skip across. Come on, guys. The masonry without any issues. You're flaunting and twirling and olaying as you go across. You're just skipping merrily, mm-hmm. whistling happy tune. Um, you stumble a little bit. Mm-hmm. So the first time you try and move, you kind of get stuck. You stick your leg in a crack. Mm-hmm. can't get it out. Uh, the second you kind of pull it out, you're able to start moving again. Give me one more check. Five. Uh, five. Okay. Uh, when, you start, when you start getting going again, you actually kind of get on an even slab and it kind of shifts underneath of you, and you tumble into a degree line cavity. You just can't avoid the cavities. Despite your perception check, apparently, you just went straight for all the cavities, Mm -hmm. so you actually fall into two of them. Um, Give me two more. Well, give me, both of you give me strength checks to get out. Athletics. Okay, 17. Okay, that is good enough. 18 plus 19. Okay, that is also good enough. Okay. Okay, and then you fall into your second one, so roll me another strength to get out of that one. Uh, six, I'm sorry, 14. Okay, you're able to get out. And two more dexterity checks. Okay. Uh, 14. And a six. Okay, so you get stuck in another pit. Okay. And as you're struggling your way out, you hear little chitterings getting closer. Uh, four rats kind of burst out of the rubble around you and heading head towards you. Mm-hmm. Your horribly inept, clunky, chainmaily stuckness. Right, and I lost my rat on a stick way back at the yeah, first. They're not pit, afraid of you anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're almost the battlements, but you're kind of stuck wedged in a little crack right now. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else is standing on the battlements, kind of waiting for you to get up and get out there. And then there's four rats shoot out and kind of come at you. So I guess everybody give me initiative again. Twenty-two. 
Alright, anybody over 20? Yep, 22. Squirrel's at 22. Uh, 19. On 20. On 20. Bastion at 20. 19, 18. What do you have? 12. Garrett is at 12. 8. Don't make a dexter dump stat. <laughs> 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 what you're supposed to do. You want to go last as a cleric, honestly. And you can heal the damage everybody else takes before you. <sighs> That's why we call it speed of cleric. Always last. Right. Squirrel, you are up first. There are four rats converging on your friend. Okay, so um, I'm going to throw a magic missile. That's three darts, right? Yes. Okay, so three rats. Yep. Um, you don't actually roll. Magic missile automatically hits. Each missile is a d4 plus one damage. There you want two more? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Not, a, not a question. Is does he want to want three different rats? All on one rat or two on one, one on another. That is up to you. Yeah. Um, let's do. Um, yeah, four rats all together. So one on each on three rats. So let's see what okay. happens. At least it'll weaken on four for the next guy. Okay. So what were the totals then? Four, so four, 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 yeah, four, 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 four. Yeah. Right. All four rats chitter angrily and turn to stare at you. But they, they are still up, but they're looking pretty scorched unhappy right now. They have little burnt holes in their side. They don't look terribly good. Okay. Ashton, you're uh, I'm going to pop one with a sling. How far away? 10 feet. 20 uh, feet. I'll just walk over and stab. Back onto the masonry? What? Back onto the masonry? You're stepping onto the masonry. Oh. You know a clear path because you just came across okay. it. You can do it. Uh, ten. That will miss. Alright. Never mind. Okay. Um, the rats. So, two of them are going to try biting you. <laughs> Seventeen to hit. Oh. And twenty. He goes up. The first one bounces off the shield. The second one comes up over the shield and is like right into right my in neck where it's not armored. Yeah. Because I don't have like a good. Oddly enough, this one's white too. It's really weird. Really. I'll stop. <laughs> it's bad luck to be bitten by a white rat. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Oh, white rats couldn't jump. Do <laughs> get that. You need have inspiration if you don't already have one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you take seven piercing damage as it viciously bites your jugular. Ow. Okay. Um, one rat is going to take a bite at you, Ashton, because I'm you provoked. spun at it. Uh, a six will miss you. Yep. I wonder if going to come at you because you shot it. Okay. Um, 
17 to hit you. Should hit. Yep. So your AC is 13? Yep. Um, six damage. It's a vicious little bugger. Okay. That is the rats. So then we go to Garrett. I'll throw a dart. That will be 22. That will hit. Five points. Which one are you throwing at? Don't matter. One of them that's been hit. Let's see. Number two. Okay, that rat collapses with a dart, dart embedded in its stomach. Awesome. I'll have to go over and get my dart. Rush. Uh, so the one that is attacking me uh, is still up. Yes. Is that the injured one of the injured ones or one of the uninjured one? That is the uninjured one. Okay, I'm gonna like try to fling it off of me, and then just smash it with okay. the warhammer. What do you want? Oh, that's only one contact. So yeah, I will do that. Uh, okay, twenty-three. Yeah, that'll do it. What do you do? Seven damage. It drops. Headshot. So, yeah, you boom. Headshot. it off, and then you take your hammer and smash it, and its spine cracks as you hit it squarely. Uh, you and there's the another one in the pit with me yes. that bounced off my shield. There is. I think now I will use a ward priest and attack that. Okay. Fifteen to hit. So that will hit. Eight damage. Yeah, that one also collapses. All right. After Grush, we have Squirrel. There was one rat left, which is trying to bite you. Okay. Um. I can use one of my weapons, right? You can. So yeah. Uh, okay. I'm gonna use a dagger. Okay. This I mean it's right close. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. 12. Okay, that'll hit. Okay. So a dagger does a, a d4. d4 plus your strength of 1. Uh, plus his dexterity. Oh, he's been plus strength. Okay. 4. That is enough. All right. You stab it in the magic missile hole you made earlier. Yep. And skewer it. <laughs> skewer. Right. I've got two. <laughs> Alright. More go forever. Go forever. <laughs> Alright. Rats are down. You're able to crawl out of your hole and stumble the rest of the way out of the battlement. Uh, was anyone else hurt? No. Nope. Oh, I'm down four. He's I'm down, down two. It's yeah. Six. Six. Yeah. He's only got two hit points left. I've got five. All right. I'm gonna do a healing word on you. Do you want me to roll it, or do you want to roll your own? No, you go ahead. Yeah, roll. And you're going to regain five. All right, seven. That's cool. Thank you. 
How much are you down? I am down four hit points. Okay. Uh, I got five left, so. I'm gonna. If it's something that's not gonna cost you any slots or anything, that'll be fine. I don't have anything that isn't gonna cost me slots. Okay. I have no free healing. Uh, I think what I'm gonna do is just soldier on. Okay. If we and take a short rest if we need it. Okay, that's, that's fine. Okay. <clears throat> you are standing on the ugh, edge of the battlements here now. Uh, the train is still kind of uneven as you approach toward it. There's a door right there. Um, everybody give me perception checks. Excuse me. 19. 16. Okay. Nine. Squirrel, you notice that there is an unmortared edge kind of in the middle mm-hmm. of this? Almost as if there's something there. Cool. So, with a little bit closer look at it, give me an investigation check. Fifteen plus twenty. Very nice. For the twenty, you're able to tell that there's actually kind of a trap door there. Mm-hmm. And you're able to figure out how it works. Basically, there's kind of a catwalk around the edge of it that can actually get you to the door. But the trapdoor itself, um, it flips down, and there's a lever inside of it that you can kind of use to put it back up. Okay. You take a look inside of it. You notice that there's two goblin skeletons inside of it and one live rat, which is stuck down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the corpses appears to have a scimitar and a shield as well as a, a belt pouch on it. You can tell that much, but you have to get down there to actually see any closer. There's one rat down there. Just kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want, you're able to try using your thieves tools to jam the trapdoor open or okay. close either way you want. Um, just jam it open. Okay. So, so then that's just a straight dex check plus your proficiency. So it's going to be so plus five. Yep. For d20 plus five. So 12. Okay, that is good enough. You're able to do it. Yeah. I'm just taking it from up here. What's that? Can I just taunt it to death? You can try. Okay. Oh, I was going to feed it. I was going to throw out one of my other rats. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> then I can taunt it with the shame of eating its own kind. And it being <laughs> a rat, it won't care. All right. All right, yeah. Um, you guys are easily able to dispatch the rat down there okay. in the bottom of the pit. It's stuck. Um, somebody wants. If somebody wants to give me an acrobatics check to try and get athletics or acrobatics to try and get down there and acrobatics. Okay, I've fallen enough pits. Sixteen. Okay. Yeah, you're able to kind of scamper down, clip off the edges and stuff to get down there to check out the goblin. Uh, it's a scimitar and a shield, and the belt pouch has four gold and twenty silver in it. Okay. I guess he's taking care of party for now. 23 silver, scimitar, and what? Shield. Shield. Do we care what kind of shield these days? Nope. Shields are all shields. But you have to roll to use them every round. (laughs) You said there was two bodies? Yep, the other one has nothing on it. It's eaten away and it's empty. Okay. And I will send up the dead rat for him to have some more rat. 
Awesome. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna start braiding their tails together and make like a braid of garlic <laughs> or a <that> flail. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna have wearing like big purses. Like, I call this. Or... This is like breakfast, lunch, and dinner mm-hmm. right here. A rat of nine tails. <laughs> All right. Yep, you're able to get around the trap and get into the tower then. Uh, as you enter it, it's a circular tower. The circular area is cobbled with cracked granite, upon which sprawl the bodies of four goblins apparently slain in combat. One corpse stands with its back against the western wall, the spear that killed it still skewering it and holding it upright. Three wooden doors lead from this hollow. A wooden tower of loose masonry reaches 30 feet into the air, but the intervening floors and stairs are gone except for a couple of crumbled ledges. What kind of time frame have these goblins been killed in? Are they two-week-old corpses, or are they uh, skeletons? Survival. What about medicine? Would that work? Sure. Natural, Natural 20. 20! Natural 20! Plus five. Seven. Okay, <laughs> so with your medicine check, you are looking at the goblins. You're pretty sure at least one of them is still alive. It's twitching a little bit. You're, you're positive on this. Dirt. <laughs> um, you look at him, you're like, dude, they're all decomposed already. They've been here for like a month. It's been a long time. Just make sure. Just making sure. There, there, there could have been a rat inside. Live goblins don't smell this good. Everyone knows that. Um, the bodies have clearly been looted. If you remove it, you kind of like pull the spear pulling up to the wall and just kind of see and then you notice behind it there are some draconic runes on the wall mm-hmm. if anybody speaks draconic yes okay you're able to read them and read them as Arshardalan Arshardalan that's a Which dragon is, they named the board game after it is that's the dragon that, that they named the plains burned yeah. the fields yes. burned the plains dragon. there were okay. too many motherfucking dragons on so the like motherfucking it, plane so it looks like uh, uh, Dragon's actual handwriting? No. <laughs> That's something, at least. Um, timing. My adventurers went missing a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. but these goblins look like maybe a month old. Mm-hmm. Okay. The adventurers were here for a little while before they went missing, missing. Oh, that's right. They had been running in and out of the Citadel yeah. and... Okay, that's probably the work of these. I, I tried writing the name down, and I made a complete hash of it. Give me their last name again, or spell it, or pronounce it. Oh God, how did I say? I don't even remember. Um, the the adventuring group, the Jade something. No, that's, no, that's us. Was, well, they had we're, Jade Raven, but I thought he said it was like the Jade Hawks or something. We're the Jade Hawks. Oh, we're the Jade Hawks. Yes. I thought we were the Jade Ravens. No. Remember we all okay. took, took, signed the paperwork and took the oath and we're like, and we have the team here. There's a charter right here. Go Jade Hawks. It's signed by Azun. I don't know what you want from me. Uh, Her- Herkerly. Herkerly? What? Sharwin and Talgon. Oh, oh, their name. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's Hukrel. H-U-C-R-E-L-E. H-U-C-R-E-L-E. 
I thought you were asking for the name of their adventuring troop, whatever I called them. No, no, I just couldn't, I couldn't remember that at all. Just so yeah. it doesn't matter. Probably their work. The has Um, yeah. Uh, everybody, give me perception checks. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. Twenty-four. We didn't do good. Twenty. Okay. With your natural twenty. You notice that towards the south? Okay, so... Okay, so there are three doors you can see. Okay. One you came in, one there, one there. You also notice that there's something off down here. Um, looking at it, you can tell that there's obviously something in the door there. Um, it looks like there's a block next to it that could almost be used as like a lever. Huh. Try and open it. Look at that. This block could use as a lever to open that thing that's off down there. Hmm. Should try that. Do you want me to go push on it? Sure. Yeah. Let's stand back a little bit first. So go ahead. I'll <laughs> push on it. Make sure we're 65 feet away. <laughs> and then try, try to twist it. Describe how you do this. So there's just like a block? It's just, yeah, it's like a block on you can kind of like push it. Yeah, I'm going to... Try manipulating it, see if there's any way okay. that it has a freedom of movement. So, you know, push, pull, twist, slide, up and down, left to right. Roll me a wisdom check. Not a wisdom save. 20. 20. Okay, with that, you understand that you should probably be gentle as you do this and not just hammer it in. Yeah, that's. I'm just trying to figure out yeah. which way it... So it you're being slow and cautious yeah. doing this, and you notice that there's what almost looks like a needle kind of trap sticking in it. Mm-hmm. That if you push it all the way in, it will probably spring out and hit you. Mm. What? So you feel like somebody who had these tools could maybe do something about that. There's like a needle, probably a poison needle in here. Can anyone take care of that? Otherwise I can go grab that spear and just shove it from a distance. Hmm. Um, with these tools, perhaps I can like, gingerly disarm it or remove mm-hmm. the needle. You can try to. Let's do that. 15. 20. 20. Yeah, you are easily able to remove the trap. You just kind of reach in there, you pop the needle out. There's this right. little spring-loaded thing that as it okay. goes in it, sets it off and it shoots up and jabs whoever pushes it in. Okay. Uh, it doesn't seem poisoned at all, which is good. Okay. Just but very annoying. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then the door opens. Uh, opens into a chamber which is damp and cold. The skeletons of three long-dead archers slump against the rubble-filled arrow slits along the east and south wall. They had to have a secret door for the arrow slits for the archers? Yes. That's interesting. That's really overbuilt. Yeah. So I assume you go into the room? Yeah. Okay. Uh, As you enter into the room, the skeletons animate... Pinpoints of red fire sparkling in their eye sockets as they rise. And initiatives. You'll never take our apples. You'll never take our apples. At second level, you guys are going to be so impressed with me. 
Okay. But right now, we have to do this the hard way. <laughs> right on. Oh. All right. Anybody over 20? 19. 18. 17. 15. 13. 14. What the fuck? <laughs> 14. You fucker with your plus 27 decks. Take it. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Uh, 12. 11. 10. 9. 8. 8. Alright. Speed of Cleric. Just sit outside and chill with rats till you level. That would be the, that would be the going way to do it. Hunt. So, okay. Gary, you're up first. All right, I'll move up to a skeleton and punch it. Okay. I will not punch it. Actually, I use my inspiration to reroll that. Okay. Should hit. That's a 23 yep, for 8 points of damage. Okay. Then I use my bonus to attack again. Did it go down or? Yep. Okay. For 5 points of damage. And it goes down. <coughs> so yeah, you run up, you. Your windmill kicks sideways, you kind of knock it over, and then you come back and you kick it, and its head pops off. And the fire's kind of died out in its eyes as it lays there. Crush, now we can play soccer. Ash, you are up. I don't know how damage reduction. I'll sling one. Okay. And miss badly. Okay. Squirrel. I'm going to use my quarter staff. Okay. 16 plus 5, so. 21. 21. 6. Okay. So you hit it a solid blow with the quarter staff. You knocked some ribs loose, but it's still up and, and grinning at you. As skeletons do. Lovely. Uh, Grush. Okay. I'm gonna hit the one that he hit. Okay. Um, 24. That will hit. With, uh, 5 damage. Okay. So you run up, you hit it, your Warhammer kind of gets stuck a little bit so you don't get a decent solid blow on it. But it's still up, but it looks pretty ragged. Most of the strips are gone. Things are cracked everywhere. Not looking in great shape. Okay. I'm going to use my War Priest okay. to hit a dude with another dude. So I've got my Warhammer stuck in it. I'm going to just turn and spin the whole skeleton and crash him around into the next skeleton, the remaining skeleton. I will allow that. Okay. Uh, 19 to hit. Yep. Seven damage to both of them. I'm going to say they both take half. Okay, that's because fair. Because they're beating each other. Yeah. So it'd be three to each of them. That kills the first one. It only takes three. Okay. 
Yes, you take the skeleton and you beat the other skeleton soundly with it. The first one falls apart and falls off your warhammer, which is now free. The other one takes some damages. It gets He's got like extra long. bones yeah, sticking in his sticking bones. Places. It's, it's all confused. Yeah. Alright, uh, after that, the one remaining skeleton gets to go. It's very scared of you right now, so it's going to try stabbing you. Rush. And it will miss. Garrett. Uh, before I throw a punch at it. Okay. 21 for 6 points. Okay, that hits, and it is still up. Bonus. Miss. Okay. Uh, Ashton. I'm going to slay bolt the one that he wounded. Natural 20. Natural 20! Natural 20! So you double your damage die dice. Five plus three is eight. Okay. So you hit it with the sling stone just right. It actually shoots into its eye, rattles around inside of its skull for a while, and the entire thing just kind of shoots off. Good shooting, Dex. <laughs> Thank you. Haha. Yeah, they got boned. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. I'm picking up one of the arm bones. <laughs> That's humorous. I wonder where the main force of their defense would be. This seems like a skeleton crew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not worth it. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel soiled. You've, you've written better material than like Ashton. That's... I know. <sighs> you put me on the spot sometimes, man. I just can't improv. Your, your yeah. joke about the tavern winch with three breasts is classic. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Or not. Alright, so looting the realm, each skeleton has a small bag with some gold and silver in it. Um, they also have 20 arrows each, as well as one arrow that looks like much, much better quality and kind of a special socket in their quivers. Each one has one. You find 16 gold and 31 silver. I'm sorry, you find 16 gold and 32 silver. <laughs> it doesn't matter, it's party loot now. No, no, no. It's not too easy, but... <laughs> Alright. Isn't 32 silver really like... 3.2 gold. 19 gold and 2 silver? Like 16 gold and 32 Based silvers, on. 19 gold and 2 silver? Yes. Okay. Nonetheless, it is currently in that denomination, so until you can back the town and change it out. 19 is not divisible by 4. We could ride that up to 20. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, There doesn't appear to be anything else inside this chamber. How's the view out the arrow slits? Am I looking at ground? 
at this point, or can yes. I still see out into the ravine? Uh, it's just barely above it. It's more like a normal window okay. than anything else at this point, like you're at ground level, more or less. Mm-hmm. Alright, so there's no other doors out of this realm. So going back into the main tower area, you have two doors coming out of it that you haven't explored. One to the northwest and one to the southwest. Do any of the doors look used? As in recent weeks. The northern door... Like, there's some traffic around both of them, and you would have been able to figure this out with your survival check earlier. Um, there's some traffic around both of them. The northern door looks more used. Do the bards have a saying about this? Lesser dust. Go there we must. <laughs> I thought there was one about the road less traveled. But never mind. Oh, that's just pretty hippie shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a bard, man. I don't do free verse like... Let's go through the door less Transcendentalist. <clears throat> See how fun stuff we can find behind that one. Door number two? Yeah. So that's, that's the one less traveled, right? Yeah. Yeah. It must be the treasure hoard. Alright, so you want to go through the southern door then? Yeah. Okay. You open the door. The masonry walls of this 20-foot-wide hall are in poor repair. The fire end has collapsed, filling the southern end with rubble. The western wall is in much better shape than the other walls, and it holds a stone door with a rearing dragon carved in relief on it. The door has a single keyhole situated in the rearing dragon's open mouth. I think you should go over and check that door out. Alright, I'm down. The rest of us will stand out here in the circular room. Yep. <laughs> Supervise. <laughs> he opens the door. We all scream. We're being showered with whatever. He so shuts the door. The screaming stops. So I'm investigating, right? Yep. Okay. Seven. That's twelve. Uh, it's keyhole. You can't tell a whole lot more about it with that. Um, you think you could maybe try picking it, but it looks really complicated. Hmm. 20, 20. 11 plus what? 5. 5, so 15. Okay. You try for a while. You're, not, you're really not making any headway. Like, you can't get the tumblers to click. Nothing seems to make sense inside of there. Hmm. It's almost like there's some kind of magical warning around it, too. Like, you just can't get anywhere with this lock. Um, take 20. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a thing. probably have to go down to, like, the fourth level and find the key. Mm. No, okay. So, down to the fourth level, find the key. <laughs> oh, <whatever>. okay. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's basically all that's in this room. You can investigate the rubble, you can head back up to the other door. Rubble seems inherently uninteresting. Yeah. Indeed. Maybe that's where the key is hidden. Never that simple. <laughs> Never that simple. Except for one time it is. <laughs> I mean, if it's a room of death we're opening up, you'd think they would hide it right there for us to find. Um, the other door. Okay. 
Right. Uh, it opens into a long, long-ish hallway um, with three doors, one on either wall and one on the end of it. Okay, on right. Okay, or wisdom. So I'm going into the right door. You open the room, and this room chamber stands empty of all but a litter of rocky debris. Oh, Rocky. Adrian! Say the way around. Right <laughs> Two different movies. Rocky! Yeah, okay. Dr. Scott. Rocky. Okay. Nothing appears to be in this room. You have two more doors. One at the end of the hall and one at the hall. Okay. That's now the right hand door. This is true. Yeah, we'll just keep doing right. Maybe our party name should be Right Hand Rules. Counterclockwise bastard. In face of the optics. <laughs> no, we're not changing it. Jade Hawks forever. Go Jade Hawks. Go Jade Hawks. Minions of the Vile. Go Flumps. <laughs> Alright. Crudely executed symbols and glyphs, inscribed in bright green dye, decorate this large and irregularly shaped crumbling chamber. A large pit in the center shows evidence of a recent fire. A metallic cage in the middle of the southern wall contains a gaping hole and stands empty. A small wooden bench draped with a green cloth is next to the cage, and several small objects rest on it. A bedroll lies near the wooden bench, and the sound of whimpering comes from inside of it. So the room... Looks more or less like this. There's a giant fire pit. There's the bedroll of the cloth, and there's the remains of the cage down there. Um, there's another door that way. The door up here. The whimpering is coming from inside the bedroll. Yes. Okay. There's a big hole in the side of the cage. Yes. Like it was burst from the inside, perhaps. Uh, you'd have to get closer to investigate it. Half. Um. <laughs> investigate the wind. You're unobtrusive, no one will notice it. And find out who's wondering. Okay. So is that an uh, uh, investigation rule? Or just going up and talking? Oh, well, you stealth to hide. It's a mimic. Good match. Yeah. Stealth. You feel like you were well hidden. Yes, I feel very well hidden. Do you notice the halfling is for some reason sticking his head in the ground and his butt is sticking up? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, no, it's if, as you walk, <laughs> as you walk towards it, you can see that there's what looks like a little scaly, almost reptile-ish creature is mm-hmm. kind of puddled in the bedroll. It's wearing like a loincloth, and it looks humanoid-ish, but it's kind of scaly. Um, roll me a knowledge dungeoneering. Huh? Or, I don't know that anymore, uh, knowledge. There isn't even knowledge. Yeah, well, it's just called nature. nature. Yeah. So can I go up and talk to it? Yeah, uh, you can try. Five. It's a okay. little goat, man. Seven. What? Nothing. All right. No, I, I'm, I'll just go up and um, inquire into its wall. Okay. Are you okay? Can we help you? No. Meepo is sad. Meepo is very sad. Meepo was keeper of dragon. 
The clan's dragon. We lost it. The wretched dragon's cold goblin stole Calcrix, our dragon. Meepo's life is over. Your dragon was Calcrix? Yes, Calcrix. The most glorious of glorious white worm dragons. Brave and strong and beautiful. Woe is Meepo. Can we retrieve your dragon for you? I, maybe. <laughs> How do we do that? Uh, Meepo doesn't know. Ask Eustrail. Eustrail knows. Who's Eustrail? Eustrail's our leader. Meepo takes you to meet Eustrail. You make nice. Everybody happy. Except Bless Meepo. Meepo is sad. Because Meepo lost dragon. Was was Calcrix in this cage? Yes. We kept Calcrix. We gave him food. Am I food for Calcrix? Do you want to be food for Calcrix? No. You could be. Did you be great. Rats? <laughs> yes, lots of rats. And goblins. Of course. Right. I mean, yeah. Well, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, so he leads you kind of along this corridor, mm-hmm. and then up into here. And as he goes along, you hear him yell, Ticklecorn! Ticklecorn! A couple times. You get the sense it's almost like a password that he's letting unseen watchers know so they don't get attacked. So is this the corridor going back that we just came down? Nope. You or it's a corridor the... leading out of this you room? You just came in here. Okay. To your... I getcha. Eventually we would have guessed that password. Probably. <laughs> an infinite number of demi-humans. Tries an infinite number of passwords. Okay. So, a short throne stands near the west wall of this room, constructed of fallen bits of masonry stacked against an old altar. On the top of the altar sit a variety of small items. The portion of the altar that serves as the throne's back features. The carving of a rearing dragon. A metallic key is held firmly in the dragon's open jaws. A white soul Sitting on the throne is a very regal looking dragonish creature that none of you know what it is. Absolutely not. You know what? You know, fuck that. You're all adventurers. You know what the fuck a kobold is. <laughs> it's common knowledge. They're kobolds. Killed them by the score. Yep. Um, she's wearing a white robe. She looks very regal for a kobold. Hmm. How many other kobolds are in here? Quite a few. You, you passed pass several rooms that you were pretty sure were guard rooms on the way here. Yeah. In this room, you see two very burly-looking kobolds kind of flanking her. Um, there's some other Wandermoons kind of standing... If I were to try to mentally sort them into groups of, say, eight. Probably one group of eight. Okay. (laughs) I don't know what your intelligence. (laughs) (laughs) No more than two. (sighs) Yeah, so she engages you as you approach. Hello, friends. Illustrious Australia. Yes. What can I help you with? Well, I think it's us who can help you. Well, how's that? How's that? 
you've lost a dragon. Yes, those those horrible, horrible goblins. They stole our dragon. Well, you return him to us, I shall get you a reward. People can accompany you. That's what I had in mind. <laughs> All right. And what would will be what would be our reward? Wow, you can you can get to be eaten by the dragon. <laughs> you can have some of the stuff on 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 the altar here. There's 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 this little token thingy. There's this flask thingy. There's these paper thingies that you adventurers seem to like. You can have you can have everything on this shelf, but not this shelf. Maybe we can have the get key. it on points. Why would you want the key? And we believe it will help us in finding the dragon. I don't know. No, the dragon's not that way. The dragon's the other way. I'll sell you the key. I'll sell you the key. Fifty gold. Fifty gold. What what door does the key open? The dragon door down the other way. Is there another dragon? No, it's just it's just the door. It's a stone dragon. Hmm. I'll I'll sell you the key. Fifty gold. What do we got? Check with my party treasurer here. We can come up with fifty gold if you guys want. Sure. How about sixty of these fine arrows? <laughs> they caught on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tell you, tell you what. And we went to if you rescue the, if you rescue the dragon, you can have the key. And the other stuff. And two of the other things. Three and you got a deal. It's, I, th- I thought this dragon was precious to you. I thought this was something that you really wanted. You know, how precious is it if you're going to nickel and dime us like that? Persuasion. Natural 20! Natural 20! <laughs> you know what? You are right. <laughs> you are absolutely right. What was I thinking? Of course, you can have all of it if you return our dragon to us. Our precious, precious, precious dragon. Mm. We'll never lose him again. Or... Or really sharp. None of us has been brave enough to yeah. check. <laughs> not, not the kind of thing you ask. I mean, they don't like being misgendered. Yes, Meepo. Meepo will go with you. Meepo will help you. Does Meepo know where the goblins? Yes, the Meepo will show you back way. Will he quit being sad then? Meepo, stop being sad. <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll rescue the dragon. <laughs> All right, scale ball. <laughs> well played. Uh, All right, let's a while. Yeah. Okay. Oh god. As we're walking away, like mm-hmm. once we are out of earshot of the throne room. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to ask Meepo, does, does Australia have like a magical elixir that she likes to drink? Not that Meepo knows of. Does she always hiccup like that? <laughs> yeah. When we get back, just throat punch her and that should probably fix the problem. Dealing with these people in good faith, although I don't know that we have a solid plan 
on how we're going to return their dragon. Plan? What plan? We don't even have a plan. <laughs> Good point. Let alone a solid plan. We'll, we'll, that'll be the oldest play in the book. Let dragons see you and flee, getting the dragon to follow you. <laughs> now that's what I call a plan. That's actually a really good plan. Uh, wait, wait a second. Does, the, does this dragon like or dislike Meepo? You don't know yet. <laughs> now, yay. Considering I'm... You know, yay big and slower than you guys. You guys, one of you guys is going to have to be the bait. Well, I'm thinking Meepo. <laughs> Actually, Meepo would be some good information. He's going to be small and slow, too. Yeah. We got some goblins to kill. We've got three rats. <laughs> I'm sure the dragon's going to be hungry. Well, yeah, but if you feed him, then he's not going to chase us. He's also going to be full well, and slow. Well, use it as bait. Yeah, but somebody's gonna have to carry. Okay. It. So Meepo leads you back to the room where you first met him, um, okay. and he gathers some stuff out of his bedroll there. You guys can look around the room while you wait. Okay. Um, give me investigation perception checks. Either one. <coughs> no, I refuse. Perception. I'll get to ten on perception. Oh God, twenty perception. Um. Your feelings. Oh, yeah, short. Yeah, three. Okay. So, Garrett, as the only person here who can actually see anything, you see that there are symbols on the wall which crudely form the conic that read, Here there be dragons. It's very clever. Looking at the cage, it reveals white scales that you can tell are probably from a dragon, wormling. The bench by his bed has almost like a tiny little altar. Um, resting on it are containers of green dye, a paintbrush made of goblin hair bristles, and four tiny jade figurines of dragons. So poking, he likes to paint. Yep. Poking through the fire pit, you find another jade figurine. He, he tells you that you can have those as things for helping people. Meeple's friend. Your Meeple's friend now. So is that Why was one in the fire pit? It fell over. So the five total or four total? Five total. Worth 15 gold each. Um, so Meeple gets his stuff together then. And then he leads you up and out this doorway, which leads to a hallway. And I really need to draw this better. Uh, it leads to a hallway that kind of curves around and then leads to a single room. Um, this empty chamber is home only to rat droppings, crumbled straight, flagstones, and stains. Everybody can give me wisdom or perception or survival checks. 20 survival. 15 perception. No way, no day. 20 perception. Okay. Pretty much all of you can now see things again suddenly. And you notice that... There are tracks in the dust. Some tracks are made by rats and some by humanoids. You could tell that the rat tracks are very recent, maybe a day old. And the humanoid tracks are probably about a month old. And were made by three or four human-sized humanoids moving across the area to the north. Like wearing shoes, humanoids? Yes. Okay. Like human humanoids. Mm -hmm. Meepo, when did, the, when did you lose the dragon? Uh, about... 
five days ago, something like that. Hmm. Pretty recent. Have other adventurers come here to these to your your home? Oh yes, yes. There's there's been other ones. What happened to them? I, I don't know. You have to ask Eustrail. Okay. We're not going back, so okay. we'll ask her when we return. Okay. And you're restored to honor within your. Yes, thank you, thank you, friend. I'm not your friend, Grush. Friend, friend Grush. Sure. Okay. I'll be your friend. Thank you, friend Elf. Yeah. Meepo is happy. Okay. Um. Yeah, going up out of this. Um, you enter an area with a dry fountain, dust and odd bits of stony debris and rubble are scattered on the floor. An ornate fountain is built into the eastern wall. Though cracked and stained, the fountain's overarching carving of the diving dragon retains its beauty. A relief-carved stone door stands on the western wall. Um, you can tell the dust and dirt on the floor show the same tracks as the previous area. And did they go toward the relief-carved door? Uh, they went further to the north, actually. If you investigate the fountain, give me a perception check. Apparently it's about a four foot high ridge before you can look in because I can't see in it. <laughs> I'm a nine. Okay. I had a 15. Okay. Only you notice that there is a almost worn away inscription in Draconic. Which I can't read. Yep. But I'll... Ashton, you read useful languages like this snaky dragon script. Draconic? Yes. Yes. Have some. What does it say? Okay. Uh, it says, let there be fire. What? Light a torch, throw it in. Yeah. The torch sputters, nothing happens. It says, let there be fire. Uh, when you say it aloud... You knew that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you! If the magic of the fountain functions one last time, reddish liquid begins to well from the diving dragon's mouth, slowly accumulating in the basin. Like lava? Or like... Just, just like a reddish liquid kind of coming out of his mouth. It's Kool-Aid? Um, some, somebody with Arcana can investigate it. <sighs> I got a seven, so right about then... The- Giant uh, guy dressed like a pitcher or liquid bursts through the wall. Yells, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds about right. Oh, no. Look what you did to my wall. My parents are going to beat me. <laughs> um, I'm going to take a drink. Why not? <laughs> Knock yourself out. I've got a second character ready to go. <laughs> so how's the fire water treating me? <laughs> So, has anybody asked Meepo about yes. this? That is treating you literally. Hi, Will. Hi. Okay. So, you take out a little gulp of it. Uh, as you do, you feel a burning sensation in your throat, and you kind of burp, and fire shoots out your mouth. Fortunately, you're looking up in the air, and you don't scorch any of your friends. Sweet. 
Yeah. Uh, you, you can give me another Arcana check at adva- with advantage this time. Uh, seventeen. You're pretty sure this liquid is somehow related to a potion of fire breath. Hmm. Let's bottle some up. I've got... All my containers are full. I've got a vial. i got a water skin I can empty. i got an oil flask I can empty, but yeah. I like having oil. Keeps my skin I'll dump out water and put some of that in my uh, water skin. I'll dump out one of my oil flasks. Okay. Vial. Oh, your vial. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, you're able to collect enough from it to make one potion of fire breathing. Fire breath. Oh, okay. Do you, you, you take it? Okay. I'll um, keep my oil. You guys also notice that on the western door, the carving shows skeletal dragons. Always oh, a good sign. Um, the draconic inscription on the door reads Rebuke the dead, open the way. As you get within five feet of the door, it gets noticeably colder. Do we have to go that way? Meepo? Why are we getting close to this door? Meepo doesn't know. Meepo never gone that way. So, maybe we should go the other way. You were looking at it, not Meepo. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> Jesus, Satan, I rebuke you! <laughs> Does Meepo know which way to go? North. We go north. You're, you're, north. You're, Is that you're north? the cleric, can't no, you? That's I can't. I don't have turn on dead yet. Meepo says go north. You you get a ghostly tingle from the door. Hmm. That's bad. Okay. Whatever's in there, bad. Let's go north. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Meepo? We'll put a pin in that. We're what? about to do something stupid. Let us know. <laughs> Okay, boss. Thank you. As you approach the door to put a pin in it, before you can react. Okay, uh, you head north. Maybe I'll let you doing something stupid. You're following me. <laughs> Master has given Meepo a sock. <laughs> Alright, uh, you come to a T-intersection There's a door to the left um, Rubble to the right And the path continues farther north You can see more doors Kind of lining the hallway to the north On uh, the far end of the hallway There's another room with like a dried up fountain in it but We brought Meepo as our so guide we'll right next to that one Hey, Meepo, show us the way Okay, Meepo says to go to the west. Yes. <laughs> uh, you enter that room, it's another empty room. As you kind of look towards the north, he motions to you. Careful, careful, traps, bad pokey things. And you were able to notice that the door that connects to the northern chamber uh, contains a trap. Okay. Um, can I disarm the trap? With yes. Demon skills. You can. Yes, yes. Mm. So fortunate you were abandoned as a child. Eight plus 
Oh, we're not kidding. Does what? Five. Oh, so... Because it'll be... I remember it'll oh, be your dex. Dex. And then your proficiency. Gotcha, dex and... So, okay, um, 13. Okay, so you start trying to undo it. Like, you're tracing it along. You're like, okay, so there's this wire here mm-hmm. that when this door opens, it's going to hit this, and it's going to do this, and it's going to... As you do, you suddenly hit the wire. Mm-hmm. Lovely. And it starts a little jingling from a bell. That's attached to the door. Meepo, come here and hold this. <laughs> uh, nothing else seems to happen, but the bell rang. Great. Meepo, what does the ringing bell mean? Do we have to go through the store? Yes. Yeah, he was goblin territory. Uh, we just rang the doorbell. Uh, what's we'll up fake him out. We'll wait here for two days. <laughs> right what? when they let their guard down. We'll go Watch out for the sharp things on the floor. Okay. And you can see now that you look, Caltraps scattered all over the floor in the next room as well. Oh, nice. So you'd never go past this point, right, Meeple? Oh god, no. People get killed. That's good information to have. <laughs> Meeple tries to be helpful. Thank you. Lead the way, Meeple. <laughs> <laughs> you're being stupid. You're going to the goblin territory. But this is the door we have to go through, right? The goblins took the dragon, yes. Oh. We have to go get the dragon back from the okay. goblins. Okay. You right. guys killed dra- goblins. You're big, right. big adventurers. That's true. We are awesome. That was... You're big people. So my thieving, I'm, my thieving <laughs> tools no didn't work on this. Anybody else have any good ideas? The door's open. It's open. We already rang the bell. Yeah. We rang the bell. So we're yeah, we already rang the dinner bell. Strap so. some boards to our feet and walk across the Keltrops. Oh. Somebody should invent explosive Keltrops. Hmm. That's probably just something. Never mind. Um, yeah, as you look across it, you can see that the northern wall is partially blocked by a roughly worded three-foot-wide hall, complete with crenellations. Wow, I wonder what those are for. Complete with right? what? Crenellations. Crenellations. They add to the resale value. Mm-hmm. Shields up. Okay. And do I see anything ahead? Uh, roll me a perception check. 17... Oh, I'm gonna try stealth again. <laughs> That'll get me uh, an eleven. You feel well hidden in this open hallway. <laughs> you forget I have fell that just got rang. I'm a halfling. I can hide behind them. Yes. Uh, what is behind? Well, it is monk first level ability to hide in total darkness should kick. So this 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 room in front of us is filled with it's, traps. It's basically yeah. The room like the door had a bell on it, mm-hmm. which got set off when you were kind of trying to trace right. it up. Um, the room itself has a bunch of caltrops scattered along the okay. floor, and the far side has like crenellated wall. Okay. Oh, so they know we're here, so they're going to pop up and start peppering us. Yeah, I can turn invisible. So what was nobody seventeen? On seventeen. You can hear. A little bit of a murmur of voice from behind the wall. You can't see anything, but you get to sense something's there. If we cross this room, we're probably going to have to cross into some sort of barrage or crossbow fire. Is there a door or an exit or a hallway 
at the other end. Um, on the other side of the ventilations, you can see what looks like another room. So are the goblins about to burst that door and come charging through that room at us? I think they're going to try to shoot us through their little murder holes mm. as we cross the room. So my advice would be shield. I'll put my shield up and be in front, and we'll charge quickly and get in behind them and kill them as quick as possible. But that's my stupid idea. So we, so we, we have to worry about stepping on traps, though, right? Kill traps. Spiky thing. Yes. Well, if we got them to attack us through the door and let them set those puppies off, I don't know that they, they need won't. to because they can just sit behind their wall and shoot oh, okay. us. Right, right. Right. By design to fuck with us. We do have a. Uh, How long is there? It is 10 feet wide and. Can I see your book again? Well, 20 feet long. Yeah. So we'll be exposed to fire for one round until we hunker down. I can drop some blessings and things on people. That and I have minor illusion help. Minor illusion could do something too. That's a good idea. Let's do that. Minor illusion. Um. What do goblins fear most? Roll me a nature check. What's that? Roll me a nature check. Okay. Anything. Or history. Or history work. Can we go on? Very good. Oh, thank you. A bath. <sighs> Crap. Um, <sighs> or seven. You have no idea whatsoever. Yeah. Um, you could ask your friends, too. Anybody? Here. Eleven. What I got? I got an eighteen. Nature the shit on that. You are pretty sure the goblins are afraid of almost anything that's much larger than them. Which is most things. So something large and scary, they'll probably freak that out. Oh, makes something large and scary. A minor image of the but, um, if, they, if they can discern it, a sound, they can't discern so a sound, a really loud sound of a dragon. What do you think of that? Or an image of a dragon? Yeah. If they, well, I think we want the image to draw out their fire, so like they waste a shot, right? Ogre. Well, the thing is, the image can't make a sound, so it's going to have to be something with the sound that we can. The image. The image also sense. cannot be larger than five foot cube. I just think the sound of like an approaching yeah. dragon, you could put on quite the show with that. Yeah, okay. and because as soon as they shoot an arrow through that um, cube or whatever, they'll know it's an illusion. Yeah, okay. So, roll an illusion. Okay, so, so I think I get a save against that. So that works. Probably. Yes. Yes. Um, what is your spell save, DC? I, um, come on. Sorry, yes. Oh, you're... 13. 13. Okay. And that's an intelligence saving throw. Thank goodness they're goblins. Okay. So, describe what you're creating. Um, 
sound of an angry dragon. Like well, coming towards them? Coming towards them, yes. Okay. So basically there's this horrible, roaring, screaming noise heading yeah. towards them with the hallway. Yeah. You hear this frantic, what? What? What's, what's that? What's, what's going on? What's, what's... You see two little goblet heads kind of poke up, pop back down. They poke back up. They don't see anything. What's, what's, what's going on? I don't, I don't know. It's kind of closer. And then they both start kind of scampering away into the next room. Well, okay then. All right. Let's walk carefully across the room. Okay. Uh, now that there's not goblins shooting at you, you can take your time and make it through without stepping on caltrops. Okay. We should gather up a bunch of these caltrops. That's not a bad idea, actually. It's not a bad idea. Together a handful. Yeah, I'll put a handful in my belt pouch. Okay. There isn't really an exit. You'll have to hop the wall, I'm assuming? Yes. It's three feet high, so everybody except for the monk can do it. What do you call those cow traps? Uh, C-A-L-T-R-O-P-S. Cow traps, okay. Basically, grab like ten of these. Uh, okay, um, scatter them on the floor and then walk through it. Yep, gotcha. Oh, yeah. Okay, Roman's used to use those. Yeah, yeah gotcha. used to use them against cavalry. Yep. It's a bad day for a horse. Yep. Okay. Um. <laughs> Flashback to Evil Dead when he steps on the nail. So you get up to the next room. Um, the filth on the floor, stains on the walls, the shabby hides, and the fire pit attest to the years of use this room is seen at the hands of creatures unconcerned with hygiene. On the eastern side of the southern wall is a crudely mortared half wall, complete with crenellations, which you just came across. Um, you see two goblins kind of cowering in the corner. Um, as they see you, they scamper into the next room over. Right, let's go kill. Um, other than that, you don't see a whole lot of worth in this room. It smells almost as horrible as your friend's dead rats he carries around. They're still fresh. They're just aging. Okay, so then, yeah, the room kind of loops back down and goes into another room. Um, you can hear goblin voices in that room now, as it seems like the ones you straight away have met some friends down there, and they're trying to prepare some sort of defense. Uh, as you look into the room, you can see dozens of blunted and broken arrows which lie in the cracked cups from the floors, and a few protrude from three crudely sewn human-sized targets hung along the center of the south wall. The northern third of the room is separated from the south by a crudely mortared and crenellated half-wall, a permanent camp of sorts lies north of the wall, complete with a firebrand and several small iron pots. So you can tell that there's... It looks like they're kind of hiding behind a wall again, waiting for you to come. Only now there's more. Yes, but no caltrops. Okay. Should we take these guys out? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna... <clears throat> let me see what a thunder wave does to them. It might, like, stun them and you guys can go... Well, behind a wall, I don't That's what I'm doing. It'll be effective. You just got to get within 15 feet. Yeah. Okay. Or really as close as you can. 
And essentially yeah. where we're at is you guys are down here. Mm-hmm. Currently the wall's there. This is about 30 feet um, here to okay. here. So here to here is about 20 feet. Mm-hmm. So you guys are kind of poking around this wall. You can tell the goblins are kind of hiding back behind that. Right. Before we, like right before we leap into action, mm-hmm. assuming we leap into action, I'm going to drop a bless on the other three of you. Okay. So for the next 10 rounds or a minute, which is 10 rounds, right? I think there's six second yes, rounds. Yes, six second rounds. Though. So uh, any attack roll or saving throw, you roll your d20, add your modifiers, and then you can add a d4 to it. Okay. Um, and with that, let's go on initiative. Tempest, bless these brave warriors. Let strength to their arms and courage to their hearts that they may defeat these vile foes in glorious battle. Yay. Alright, anybody over a 20? Yo. Yeah. 23. Very nice. You get a natural 20! Always call those out when you have them because oh. generally, generally speaking, good effects happen. Okay. Like an attack roll, you do extra damage. Cool. On initiative, you're gonna pretty much just always go first, no matter what. Okay. Um, <coughs> on a skill check, some other extra stuff might happen. Sure. Whatever. Uh, Twenty. Nineteen. Eighteen. Three. <laughs> I got a sixteen. And I see two dice in front of Brian. One has a one and one has a two. So he's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of five. You give him a four or five. Give him a four and a half. Four point five. Mm-hmm. Four point seven five. Really <laughs> down. <laughs> Ashton, what is your initiative? Five. All right. Squirrel, you're up first. Oh, righty. Let's see. Um, let's do a magic missile. You don't have to roll a magic missile. It's automatic. Automatically hits. So what's that? Magic missile automatically hits. Okay. Well, so you shoot off the three missiles. You choose what they hit, and they just do it. Okay. So I need to do three d four plus one on each die. There you go. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and decide what you want them to hit. If you want them all on the same goblins, if you want them on different goblins. Let's go different goblins. Three okay. separate goblins. Nice. Four. We got a five, a five, and a four. Okay. Three goblins look very badly hurt, but they are still up. Enter, enter, enter. Okay. And I right. imagine that was like a bang shot. They're behind the wall, so it was like it's kind of like. Yeah, yep. Here, you're up. Uh, I can't see them from where I'm at. They're behind the wall. Yes. Like he can see them because he's taller, and their heads are barely poking up enough to shoot All right. out. You on the other hand, I'm not that tall. Wrong <laughs> angle. I will ready in action to throw a dart at the first goblin head I see pop up. Okay. Um, after that, the goblins. So all five of them pop up and. You ready to shoot? 
19 for 5 points of damage. Yes, that hits. And I'm there's, assuming you shoot a wounded one. Oh, there's 5 of them. I fell, so... Number 1. Okay. You drop that one. He pokes up and you hit him with a dart right between the eyes. Uh, the other four are going to take shots. They'll just one of each of you. one, so that one snaps its bow as it pulls back. The shoddy thing just kind of done. Uh, next one on you. That will be a 20. Hey, it's an arrow sticking out of your chest. <laughs> Ow! Uh, seven damage. Oh, that thing really buried. Well, shit. Is that how you hit? 20 sets takes me down to zero. And then a natural one against you. That one actually... So did that kill me? You're down but not dead. So if I had seven and it was seven... I only so you're at zero. Zero, you're at zero, zero. but you're, you're dying but you're not dead. Okay. Um, yeah, so that one, he goes to shoot, and the bowstring snaps, and it kind of flicks over and actually kind of cuts one across the face. And against Ashton, uh, 15. 15. Okay. Uh, you will take three damage. Okay, so two of the goblins no longer have bows, because fate's a bitch. Uh, and that is their turn. So next up we have Ashton. Um, Alright, the one that shot me, I will vicious mockery him. Okay. So we'll see. Hey, does this hurt? Is that all you got? Short and smell. Okay, no, it's not. Uh, as a bonus action, I will uh, healing word my associate. So you will get seven hit points back. All right. Wow, oh, I feel so much better. Alright, after Ashton, we have got half like laundry hanging from it to dry. <laughs> Drush, crush. I'm going to. Uh, Crush the crush. So I'm going to basically charge the wall, uh-huh. uh, hurdle the little barrier, and get right into the thick of it. Okay. Swinging Warhammer left and right. Okay. Um, give me an athletics or acrobatics. Okay. Uh, 19 athletics. Okay. You are able to vault the wall with no issue. You actually just kind of like run up and one handed over and you're ready to go. Yeah, I'm six foot four. So yes. uh you don't trip over it. Right. Um fourteen to hit. That will not hit. Okay. And I'm going to use my final war priest to swing again. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Nat one. Okay. Um you drop your warhead. Okay. So you're so excited vaulting over this and you swing and it's going to slip out of your hand. 
All right. I yell intimidatingly at them. They are actually kind of scared. Because you're huge. And disarmed. (laughs) (laughs) And all alone among the four of them. (laughs) Um, Squirrel, you're up. Um, How many are left? There are four standing, three of which are injured. Okay, let's do the... um, um, Well, can I use the magic missile again? I think you've used it twice now. Um, I have used it twice. I think that's one. all you get of it. Okay. Um, so you can use your bubble one with your cantrips yet. You have firebolts. Yeah, let's do a firebolt. Okay. okay. Come on. Twelve. So that Seventeen. Spell attack bonus five. So yeah. Seventeen. Okay, that'll hit. Cool. So it's a D10 damage. Oh, D10. D10. Five. Which one are you targeting? One of the injured ones. Okay. Yeah. I'll save that guy, and he drops with a smoking crater in his head. Good. Alright. I feel better. Uh, Garrett. Another dart. Oh, wrong Eesh. I will miss. Okay. Uh, and the goblins are up. Uh, there are three of them, and you. Mm-hmm. One of them still has a bow. He is actually going to shoot at Squirrel again, because Squirrel seems to be doing most of the damage here. Uh, magic arrows. Seven is not going to do it, so he misses you. The other two are going to pull out. Scimitars and attack you. Okay. First one is an 11, which will miss. And a natural one. Is that you? Cleaves his buddy's head off. This is the one that lost his bow, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, he swings at you, it glances off your shield, mm-hmm. and then kind of crumbs into his buddy and kind of gashes him on the arm a little bit. Uh, after the goblins, we have Ashton. Uh, oh, vicious mockery, the one with the bow, still. Okay. Uh, that's a wisdom save? Yep. He has a 12. Oh! Alright. This is a goblin. Now we're cooking with vicious mockery. Uh, two points of damage, and he is disadvantaged this round. Here, that's next attack. Okay. Uh, after Ashton, we have Drush. Yes, I'm going to uh, grab my uh, amulet of um, Thanos. <laughs> Tempest. Tempest. Tempest, thank you. Tempest. And uh, hold out my hand and cast Sacred Flame at the one that accidentally hit his buddy. Okay. That's oh, right, you roll. Okay, he has a. This is a dex. He has a five. Okay. Take 1d8 radiant. Eight. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, your light is super effective. Just a bright flare shoots out from your amulet. And scorches I him in the face. See his skeleton through his yeah, like armor and clothing. <laughs> and then he kind of collapses in a smoldering pile. Uh, after Ash, or after... Like a brush. We have Squirrel again. Okay. 
Yes. We want to use uh, Stew Fireball again. Seems pretty effective. Okay. Thirteen plus five, right? So yep, yep. eighteen. That will hit. All right. Eight. Nice. So which one are you shooting? The one with the sword or the one with the bow? Um, which one is any of them injured? Both of them. Oh, the sword, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So the one with the sword drops with a smoking hole in his chest now. Okay. You him just set our mass and it just uh, after squirrel we have Garrett. And hopefully a dirt to the head. Oh yeah. For seven points. Okay. He collapses as He's still staring at Ashton after Ashton mocked him viciously. Like all of his attention was <laughs> right there. He's just so, so enamored. His lip was he's trembling he's and there's a little tear coming out of his eye. My mother, what? <laughs> and then as he's doing this, he doesn't even see the dark come in and just. And the last one drops. His, his last one. My dark. wanted to die anyway. <laughs> Will somebody get this image out of my head? Apparently Meepo isn't into combat. No. <laughs> Meepo was covered behind you the entire time. Meepo's mini is misleading. Also, I don't <laughs> want to have to deal with actually running Meepo. Yeah. Um, we've got some firewood, a bow. Um, probably some shiny stuff. Well, that was a good fight for me. Yeah, you were super effective. I don't think anyone ever used their blessing either. Nope. No. You're either hitting or too far off to yep. oh, worthwhile. Yeah. But. It's all right. We appreciate burning the spell slot for nothing. <laughs> I think in general that's a good tactic. Like this. Okay, so loot you guys are able to find three fairly shoddy short bows. You mean one? Oh, three, because two five. broke. Yeah. 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 Um, all five of them have scimitars. Um, Slitted leather that's horrifically smelly and disgusting and not that in great shape. Hmm. Also rather small for all of you except for you. I've already got leather, so... Although I could use them for a disguise. I got my disguise... Oh, no, that's my rogue, not this guy. Um, on top of that... One goblin has a silver flask of dwarven make, which is worth 50 gold, but it is filled with vile goblin wine, which is worth negative 10 gold. And another goblin has a key on him. You also find... Six gold and 56 silver among them. Pretty wealthy for goblins. Um... So there's two doors out of this room. There's a door kind of back on the other side where you came from, 
which kind of goes off to the west. Uh, and then there's a door back behind the barricade, which goes to the north. Which way does Meepo say? Meepo doesn't know. Meepo's never okay. been in this far before. Does it seem like we're fairly secure where we are right now? A little bit. And it looks like the door, it looks like they were guarding the door further up. Mm-hmm. And you could check the other door and see if there's anything that way. Or, I mean, you're in their territory, so I don't know that I would advise resting. You can try it if you want. But if you're going to, it may be better to pull back yeah. a ways. Nobody give me some perception checks. Okay. Uh, With a 21, you can hear some faint yelling from behind the door to the west. Okay. It's almost like somebody yelling, Well, that should be investigated. Nine. Uh, You get close to the door. You can't really hear much more through it. Uh, The door appears to be locked. My thieving tools. Uh, Don't we have a key? That was a 10, by the way. Um, yeah, can we use a key yeah. on it? Okay, so you go up to it and you start picking at the lock. You're right. trying, okay. you're not really getting anywhere. Right. And Grush kind of walks up behind you and just sticks the key in the lock and turns it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> You can use it to open bottles, too. <laughs> <Really>? Thanks. <laughs> All righty. Well, you, you, you go through that door since you did. <laughs> All right. Uh, squalor reigns in this low-ceilinged room. A large iron spike is driven into the floor near the door, and a small iron cage is set further back. Several sets of corroded manacles are connected to the walls, and some still bind a few crumbling skeletons. You see three kobolds, which are bound with cured rope on an iron spike, to an iron spike. Um, a battered gnome lies in the cage, which is almost too small for him. It's easy to untie the kobolds. If you want to free the gnome, you have to make either a strength check or a dex check to get him out. You have to, you, you'll have to try and unlock it with the thieves' tools, or else... Shall I try that? <laughs> so, eight... Plus five, so 13. Doesn't quite work. Um, you guys can, the cage is not that strong. And you guys can try and work together to try and... I'll try to bend, bend it enough to just come out. Open it up. Uh, 15. That's enough. Okay. Hello, friend. Well, hello. I'm, I'm, I'm Erky. Are you here to save me? Perky Timbers. Perky Timbers? No, I just have a garden at home. I think you'll do. I, I, th- I thought I was going to die in here. I, I've been in here for months. I was on my way to seek my fortune. The goblins caught me and dragged me down here. Do you know Corky Mackle? Oh, yes. She's a very nice lady. Huh. Very nice. I'm not saying that because well, I, I assume that just because you're a gnome and she's a gnome that you all know each other. It may be. It, is that a short joke? No. Okay. Um, you must be starving. I I am 
Here, starving, starving. Have, have some rations. I'll give him one of my rations. Oh, thank, thank you so much, friend. Thank you. He gobbles them down. Tempest understands the value of mercy. Um, yeah, as he's eating, he kind of talks about the stuff he's heard while he's been in here. Um, he's heard the goblins talk about a twilight grove down below. Um, there's apparently a human called Belak, who tends an enchanted garden harvests fruit from something the goblins call the Gulfius tree. But they seem terrified when they speak of it. Belak the Druid? Mm-hmm. Um, he also mentioned some other adventures that the goblins caught over a month ago. Mm. He mentions that there were three of them that were caught. He said their names were Talgren, Sharwin, and Sir Raffer. So you recognize those as that party. Yes. Um, you're not sure where the fourth one went. Do you know what they've done with them? No, no, they 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 must have taken them below. I I belloc one of them. That's the last I heard about it. I propose we take Meepo and the prisoner Kobolds and the Snome back to Kobold territory. Um, so the, the Kobolds can be re- re- reunited mm-hmm. and uh, so that Erky can stagger his way home uh, and we take a rest. Okay. And call probably call a game break too. Yeah, because we're pushing pretty late. Yeah, one o'clock. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm gonna have to start a notebook for this adventure. So many proper names. <laughs> All right. So everybody gets 200 experience from slaughtering various monsters. Uh, and I'll see each of you can have another 100 experience for role-playing and trap-solving and actually talking to things instead of just beating everything to death. So you should all be at... 300? 300. Yay! That should put us at level 2, I think. Sure. Yep. So we got to get the level up. Are we I'm taking a short at, rest or a long rest? I'm still at level 1, though, right? For now. When you, oh, okay. Whenever you take a long rest next, you can move up to level 2, which... Up to you guys. I think we should take a long rest. Just it seems to make sense. Like yeah. my resources are all spent, yeah. but also like we left the village in the yeah, afternoon. Yeah, it's stuff, so yeah. Went seven miles. Did you know? Fought you know? So it's got to be like eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. Game time. Too. Sounds good. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. The Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Play and Community Theater Podcast is brought to you by Baron Von Productions. Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition and Tales of the Yawning Portal are published by Wizards of the Coast. For more information, check out www.chippewavalleygeek.com. So what do you want the name of your adventuring troop to be? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) The Forgetful.
the wanderers who really are lost. <laughs> uh, uh, the procrastinators. The, uh... I gave you one job, people. <laughs> you only asked us once. Give <laughs> reminders. Scouts of the Tainted. <laughs> <laughs> Unknown heroes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Another dungeon with paper bags over our heads. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hiya, hiya, hiya! I understood that reference. <laughs> is, is, is mom the orc or dad? Mom. That's why they're married. <laughs> I was going to say, you usually get her looks from her mother. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> It's like mother's milk. Right, but... A meal in a jar. My mother didn't use jars. <laughs> I don't We're know. all really so uncomfortable now, Brian. Dungeon Bastards. Yeah, it was Andrew that Yeah, that. He was killing Jack's character over and over. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. And he couldn't help it. That was <laughs> the best part. <laughs>